Across the UK, online and on DAB. A radio star is born. You're going to love Talk Radio. Talk Radio. Thank you, George. Cracking stuff as always. This is Ian Lee. This is Talk Radio. Uh, busy show tonight. As the start. Of, sorry, I'm looking for a, a little connector in my bag. Little, um, you know, jack to. It doesn't matter. You don't need to know the details. You wouldn't be able to help me even if you had one. Starts off at ten. We got Limmy on the phone, who is just one of my favourite comedians. I think his program is so dark and brilliant and hilarious. Uh, so we'll talk to him and then we'll take some calls. 0844991000. This is Talk Radio. Here's the news. Late night, Ian Lee on Talk Radio. We have ways of making you talk. Across the UK, online and on DAB. The wild man of late night radio is back. Differently interesting nocturnal emissions from a legend of late night radio. Ian Lee on air and off the leash. On Talk Radio. We have ways of making you talk. Blimey, everything um, went to pot then. Just at the very last minute... The whole studio collapsed around me. What it it didn't collapse around me. What happened, dear listener, was somehow I have deleted the full guy theme tune from my computer just when I needed it. It has been deleted and it has gone. So I was trying to boot it up and um it I couldn't find it. I couldn't find it. So um it was and I was panicking and then I've not got the, the socket. Can you can you uh, can you move out, out there? Sorry, guys, but it's a bit distracting. Um, and then I've lost the lead, and I've lo- oh, it's a bloody nightmare. Anyway, 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 it's Friday night, flipping heck. Dearie me, oh eight four 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 nine nine one thousand is the phone number, but don't call for a little bit because um, uh, we got one of my f- one of the. I don't know how to, int- how to introduce him without sounding all cheesy. I was going to say one of the funniest people, but that's. I don't, Limmy, how do you want, how do you want to be introduced, Limmy? Oh, are you there? Can, is he there? Limmy, can you hear me? Tommy, can you hear me? Can you get Kath to come in and sort this out, please? Limmy, we'll come, let me just try again. Limmy, are you there? No, we'll get you back. Go and get Kath now. Thank you. Dearie me. It's going to be one of those shows. Limmy, we're going to call you back. The, the, the thing is, I don't know what's going on. It's gone completely to cock this evening so uh, tonight we'll be talking to limmy if you've not seen limmy's show it's flipping hilarious right and you need to you need to see it um i would suggest oh dearie me i would suggest if you are of, uh, over the age of 18 going to his website um limmy.com it is the cleverest website that i've ever seen in my life it's filthy it's absolutely filthy but it's very clever limmy are you there now our phones are knackered. Well, this is a good start to the show, guys, isn't it? Isn't it? Oh, dearie me. Let's see. Let's try one more time. Limmy, are you there? No. I'm going to play um, a song, and we're going to fix the computer. Well, I'm not the kind. And tell, but I've been seen with fire up. I've never been with anything less than a nine. So fine, I've been on fire with Sally Field, gone fast with the girl named Bo. 
But somehow they just don't end up as mine It's a death-defying life I lead I take my chances I die for living in the movies and TV But the hardest thing I ever do Is watch my leading ladies Kiss some other guy while I'm bandaging my knee I might fall from a tall building I might roll a brand new car Cause I'm the unknown stuntman That made record such a star I've never spent much time Right, let's try again. Limmy, are you there now? Hello? Oh, blimey! Yes! What the bloody hell's going on with this studio? Is I don't it... know, I don't know. I was a wee bit worried that you thought that I'd maybe bottled it. <laughs> and I was hiding in the toilet or something like that. You, I can't do it. You, can't do, do it. you do strike me as a bottler, Limmy. No, uh, well, uh, um, I was thinking about it. I was thinking about it. But now here on. How you doing, man? You alright? I'm fantastic, yourself. Uh, yeah, good, thank you. I have to say, I've kind of, uh, I've kind of got a bit of a, a man crush on you because I, I was, I was late discovering you. I only discovered your show um, earlier this year, right? Because it right, was, because right. it was, it, was it only on BBC Scotland? Is that right? Aye, uh, BBC Scotland. It was on an iPlayer, but it was only on the telly. Yeah, and the living rooms uh, on BBC Scotland. Uh, it's on Netflix now, the first series, but um, it's only BBC Scotland. This... I managed to sort of travel a wee bit here and there. Yeah. You know, but uh, no, just, just Scotland, just up This there. is, this is, and I don't mean just Scotland in a disparaging way, I mean, you know, just mean in terms of access. That's all right. That, this you is... Be, you don't need to tiptoe around me, Ian. <laughs> it's all right. I want to, my, uh, my, my granddad was from Aberdeen and my dad's cousin used to play for Aberdeen, so I, you yes. know, that kind of gets there's me in there. There's your receipts, as they say, these <laughs> days. I discovered the show on Netflix because Netflix is um it's one of those it's Netflix is weird right because it kind of for me means I lower my standards as to what I would normally watch you know if you go right. to like the video shop or something you 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 spend a long time picking Netflix you go blah, 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 blah. and I'd seen your show flash right. by and I thought and, and one day I thought oh this this keeps popping up I'm going to give this a go mm-hmm. and I'm not going to expect a lot from it right good it was I, honestly, man, from the first second I was hooked, that first sketch, I think the first sketch of series one is um, where you come out of a house and then you look and then over on the other side of the road, it's you That's right. pointing yeah. at yourself and then he looks and it's you pointing at, and it goes on and on and on. Yeah, double take, that's called, it's, um, I was trying to do a wee bit, I don't know if you remember, um, what's his name, something double take Finlayson. Oh yeah, the guy in the, in the Laurel and Hardy films with the big uh, moustache. Guy, kind of like that, and he was he was Scottish, I know. How about that? Yeah, yeah, of course. Um, I, that was that was the first one. It's funny when I see the first series. Um, I, I kind of prefer the second series because see the first series, I want it to be. This is sort of directory sort of thing, but yeah, um, I want to get in amongst it and put more music in and make it louder and faster and everything, which I did with the second series. So yeah. whenever. Anybody talks about the first series, I'm like that. I do check out the second series, check out the second series. I do like the first series. Awesome. Uh, it's, it's interesting you because I've seen them. I've seen them all and the Christmas special and stuff. I kind of did it all in two weeks, the whole thing. And um, there is, you're right, there is a progression. But I like the first series because of the silences in it. You know, it is right. um, the whole, the all, all three of the series. It is 
how am I going to explain this without sounding like an old head? I can't. It is the most LSD-drenched comedy show I've ever seen. Thanks a lot. Do you know what I mean by that? No, 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 definitely, definitely. I mean, um, uh, how much can I say about this? Well, exactly. We both have to tread carefully. I wasn't on anything when I wrote it. I I can say that. Yeah. Um, But, no, but, there you go. <laughs> but and it is and you know for, for, uh, uh, let's just say i've read books on what the lsd experience was like and i imagine it would be like that and and, and literally in as much as there, there is that br- beautiful sketch but heartbreaking about that fella that's just stood in like a, in like um uh like a car park or something and yeah. he's been tripping for 20 years or something Pernal. i used to say that when i was uh, when i was younger when i was a teenager um oh how much can i talk about this you tr- you say whatever you want to say that you're comfortable with, but I'm not going to push. All right, then. Um, some people, some of my pals, back when I was 16, took magic mushies. Can I say that? You can say that, and I'll say, of course, we don't encourage anybody to do that, I but I'm looking forward to hearing illegal, the rest of this story, yeah. Which is illegal back yeah. then. I don't think it was, though. No. But it is now. And uh, the next day, we all, we all met up, and uh, one, of them, one of them, one of the pals, um, it was like he was still tripping the day before <laughs> and he kept saying to him you're on a permal you're on a permal meaning permanent trip so that's where that comes to he's all right now with any send him the edge he's fine he's uh he, he does these big kind of talks these big sort of socialist sort of marches and things like that he's absolute hunky-dory don't worry about him um he's not on a permal <laughs> Oh, it's honestly, it's it's so good, and I just every time I just kept trying to get people to watch. You've got to watch Darth Limmy. You've got to watch Limmy show. It's 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 hilarious and it's dark. Um, was it was it hard work to make? Because it it looked like you were doing. I mean, you were writing it, you were in it, you were directing it. I think, and um, some of those sketches are quite involved and intricate. I lots of lots of work, but I enjoyed it. And it's it's weird that some people that can write sketches and be in the sketches. But then the whole that stuff there, a director, the gate to a director. There's other most sketch shows do that, and uh, I can't. I, I, I want a director. I really enjoy it, and I can't imagine writing a sketch, and you know how it's going to be. You've got it in your head yeah. where everybody's going to be stoned and what they're going to be saying, the sort of room it's going to be in, and none of you've got that. It's got to pause for a wee bit. It's got to be this expression on the face, and then you just give that script to somebody else, and then they go and do their interpretation it I could never I could never do that. I want to do the whole whole thing myself. So it does it it's hard work but um you just can't I just can't couldn't geek to somebody else and say, Gonna you make gonna you make this sketch for me. But um it works for other people but I think for me I would just be I do like no 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 I didn't mean that. I didn't mean that no 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 what are you doing? No 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 <laughs> We have we have one crossover that um, there is one sketch and I watched it. I thought, oh blimey, I've been doing this for a long time and it, I don't want anyone to think I've nicked it for years. Like literally the last eight or nine years on radio, I have. And dear listener, turn away for a second. I have been doing um, the what's heavier, a ton of bricks or a ton of feathers. Oh, really? Well, obviously okay. it's a ton of bricks. And then yeah. uh, the number of people that would phone up and go, what are you talking about? They're the same. And I'd say, well, okay, let's let's break it down. What's heavier, one brick or one feather? They'd go, a brick. Go, right, well, then work it up to a ton. And obviously a ton of bricks is heavier than a ton of feathers. And I, because, yeah, 
and you've got that beautiful uh, and you just the, i mean it's just so controlled the way you do the sketch where with um uh, what is it you've got on there it's um i can't remember what it is, how you how you it's phrase a, it it's a kilogram of steel and a kilogram of feathers yeah beautiful and i watched a video last night was this a youtube channel called i can't remember what it's called but it's these three sort of geeky guys that react to videos it's one of these kind of reaction videos yeah. they're just three guys sit about and they watch videos and somebody must have told them about that sketch and they were watching it and i was watching it last night and they were watching it it's a sketch right yes yeah. it's, it's a sketch i'm 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 having a laugh but they were watching it and taking it pure seriously you know, they, had their, <laughs> they had their head in their horns kind of face palm type of thing like oh come on it's you know, it's the same way. This guy's got to be... He can't be serious. Because I'm not serious. Look at that. <laughs> Look at how it's lit. It's a professionally lit uh, sketch with music. It's not, it's not like some guy who's filmed on the phone. But I they took it completely at face value, unless I'm getting told. I don't know if I'm being told. <laughs> well, maybe maybe you've taken them at face value. Aye, exactly. And you're not um, meant to. It's a sketch. Yeah. So I might do a, a reaction to theirs, and they might react to mine, and we'll just keep keep that going until until whoever drops dead first. Um, uh, uh, Falkenhoof. Yeah, that is just that is just beautiful. How do how do you come up with that stuff? That's a, that's a rubbish. It's a lame question. Huh? A, how that's do you come up idea. with that stuff? Um, well, well, Falkenhoof came for a few things. It comes to like. Um, in case any of your listeners don't know, it's this sort of phoning, um, you know, these sort of phoning quizzes that you get, but it's a kind of adventure game yeah. thing. And you tell Falkenhoof, go north, go east. And I guess it's like text-based adventure games, like, you know, when in the 80s or the 70s or whenever it was, when you did go north, yeah. get key, open door with key. I mix of that and I mix a nightmare as well. Remember nightmare? Yeah, of course. Where am I now? You're in a room... And there's nice. a table in front of you. Side steps to your left. <laughs> One, two. Where am I? <laughs> and also based, there's another, there's another one of the Falkenhoof ones. Uh, there's a jester. It's in the second series. Oh, <laughs> yes, yeah. Uh, and I introduced a new character. This is Adventure Call is the name of the programme. And I decided to introduce this new character, this jester. And I got that for Nightmare. Because they did that. Did they? they? I don't they, remember I, that in Nightmare. Well, it was a mix of two things. They had this jester guy who, who wasn't he, he wasn't sitting next to all the wee boys and lassies who were, you know, telling the other one what to do. Yeah. There's this one that came into the room and he was called, I think, like, Folly the Jester. And he had a laugh exactly like, you know, asked Kirsten in the show, I said, going to laugh like him. <laughs> it's like that. But they also brought in this new, like, you know how they got the, the old guy with the beard? Yeah, yeah. I say old guy's probably younger than what I'm now. <laughs> but uh, they brought in this other wee sort of pixie type of guy. Oh, no. And, and I can't remember what, what that guy with the beard was called, but imagine if he was called, like, Sot or something. Or, 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 uh, yes, sir, what they, what they could do is they could maybe go north. Something like that. And you're like, who, who are you? <laughs> who are you? You can't. So I wanted to do that in a stage. I'm like, we don't, we don't need you. Everything was fine the way it was. And, and, I mean, it's beautifully observed when the, the caller goes, kill Jester. Well, the, yeah, kill Jester. <laughs> it is, it is. Uh, what, what I love about the sketches, and I know you got, you got shows coming up and stuff, and we're going to plug the hell out of those, don't worry. Fantastic. Um, this, the, some of this, a lot of the sketches, 
they're really sad. Dee Dee breaks my heart. I, um, I was kind of, I, I like kind of sad things. I like stuff that's a wee bit sad and, um, Dee Dee's a bit sad and Jacqueline's a bit sad. But yeah. I would make them, and I've got a sketch of Millport, uh, Millport which I think it's in the first series, where, um, I give this, uh, I want to go to Millport, which is this wee sort of holiday kind of island in the west coast of Scotland, and I give this woman at the train station a thought and say I want to go to Millport, you know, like a ticket to Millport, uh, the train. She thinks, and I'm saying, no, 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 I actually want to go back there. Oh, yeah. When I was 16, and I want to go back there and everything. I like these sad things like that. I try not to make it uh, uh, too sad, but Dee Dee, Dee Dee's kind of sad, but Dee Dee. Um, if any of listeners haven't watched it, Dee Dee's just like, like a, what, what I used to call, what we used to call like a dosser. I kind of used to be one myself, like between uh, leaving uni and getting a job, or between yeah. school and then going to college, sitting about, doing nothing, uh, going to bed about midnight, then the next night you're going to bed about one in the morning. And constantly stoned, he's a massive stoner. Well, he, he, I, he is, but mostly it's kind of like, uh, you know, I never was... But my head went to pot just like his. You know, see half the sketches that you see. Yeah. Dee Dee, like, noticing something in an advert at, at four o'clock in the morning. Yeah, yeah. A tiny, tiny, tiny wee detail. That's what I used to do. And I would go and talk to my pals about it during the week. And they had jobs and lives. And I would say, did you, <laughs> did you see how in that advert there's a guy, there's an extra in the background, and he sort of looks at the camera. You know that <laughs> advert that's only on at four in the morning that you haven't seen? And things like that, like, there's there's a sketch where he has this dream and he, he's not sure if it happened or not. Like, he, he, he kind of went along this death slide. This oh, that's the, fir- that's the first one, and that... Ah, yes, right. I had to rewind that and watch that again straight away because it was just so beautifully done. Thanks a lot. Thanks a lot. It's based on, like, based on a kind of true story. Um, I think I've told a lot of people this at home, no boring anybody, but I used to sleep so much. Again and again, waking up, falling back to sleep, just constant, 24 hours sort of sleeping, until my dreams became really normal, really, really normal, and I couldn't tell if they were real or no. And I remember saying to my mate Paul during the week, I met up with him in a pub during the week, and I said to him, oh, I thought you were going to dye your hair blonde, you know, dyeing your hair blonde, so what are you talking about? You told me the other day, you said, you said oh, I'm going to get my hair dyed blonde like Gaza. He's like, what? I'm like, all right, I must have, I must have dreamt oh, it. no. Because the dreams were just getting so, they were like dreams about going to the shops for bread. You know, there'd be no dinosaurs or no <laughs> rhino water running down the street. It would just be like a dream about um, uh, lock, uh, opening the door and looking at the door and coming back in. And it would, it would, that would become real. You would, you couldn't distinguish between the dream and reality. I, now and again, the, the dreams have become so normal that, like, if you had a dream, there was a rhino walking, uh, one charging down the street, and you woke up and you thought back to that a yeah. week later, you would go, oh, that was a dream. But with these sort of things, it was so real. So that's where, that's where I get uh, Is that when, and if I ask you anything you don't want to answer, just tell me to jog on and we'll jog on. But you, I know that you've spoken publicly about being de- having depression and, and yeah. being suicidal, or is that too much of a, a leap to make? That's fine, that's fine. Um, um, was that was that then? And and because uh, we talk about this a lot, I've, you know, I suffer f- from it, and I had a like breakdown last year, and we we kind of you know, so we, we talk about it a lot. Was was, mm-hmm. was how long ago was that? Um, 
for me, I mean, like that whole DD thing, no, that was that was actually having a time in my life during that whole time, but um, I, I think that's kind of suicidal for about teenage years, just on and off thinking about it. Uh, and then work. It was kind of most the anxiety more than depression that I think back about it. Yeah. Cause always, depression's like the big word you hear. Depression. Um, depression's what eventually came about, but most of it was kind of anxiety. Kind of uh, wound up with things and really sick of things and everything was a hassle and work was a hassle. I know that sounds really kind of crybaby-ish, like work was a hassle. Of course it's a hassle. Otherwise, you know, you wouldn't get any money for it. You wouldn't bother. Um, so, everything was just rubbish. I just, I just hated everything. It was stressful. It was horrible. And I just wanted to just go under a bus so yeah. I didn't have an accident all the time. And I was out for years, thinking about it for years. And I, would, um, I used to drink quite a lot. And then I stopped uh, about 14 years ago. And then that helped a lot. But then just still not really taking care of myself and... And a few years ago, maybe about four years ago, um, when my son was about two, I think, I, I was getting really bad and I was getting into a kind of trance type of thing and mm. losing energy and this sort of thing and greeting, like crying. I, I never, never cry. You know, mm. I never cry. And I was like in a, walking into a cupboard and shutting the door behind me and greeting, yeah. my, uh, greeting my Isaac. So I was thinking, I've got to talk myself. I, I've got to kill myself because I can't... Uh, here, this is a nice comedy night, this, isn't it? <laughs> no, uh, I'm looking forward to everybody coming to see my show. But anyway, uh, <laughs> talking talk about that on stage. Listen, do you, listen, everybody, thanks for coming, but tonight is a wee change of plan. We're not going to get DJ Jacqueline. I'd like to talk about suicide, if I may. I know you've paid a lot of money for your tickets, but this is important. You'll agree, and everybody will be guilt-tripped and have to go along with it. So you need to rehearse. You need to rehearse a, a show. I could just hit out with that. Yeah. And have to, they would just have to sit there and take it. Who's going to ask for a refund when the poor fella has, you know, confessed on stage he's thought about killing himself? All these sick, sick people. Exactly. Sick. But, um, when I, it... a few years ago, and I just, um, I, I, I thought, right, that's it. That's it. That I'm so close to doing it now. This is a joke. I went, I went to the doctors, but I've got a pal who's got a, a husband who was on antidepressants. And antidepressants are only for everybody. Yeah. You get people say, you shouldn't, some people say, you shouldn't be talking about antidepressants like that. You know, I don't, I don't deal with antidepressants. You should go to the doctor, read up in it. You might not need them at all. But they really, really helped me. Really, yeah. really, really helped me. And I came after them about a year later and I've been pretty much fine since. You know, kind of change. Kind sometimes of that's all. You, I'm I'm on them now, and sometimes y you just need that they can help give you a little bit of a kickstart to just kind of help move stuff. Sometimes you know, I've been on them for a while, and it kind of stops me. Doesn't always stop me. It r reduces the amount of time that I think about killing myself. Yeah. Um, I, 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 and sometimes, and it doesn't work for everyone as well. That's the thing. There are lots of different things that work for everyone, but yeah. I think it's important that, that people check out all the options that are available to I them. I definitely, um, uh, like, like I said, like when I say it on Twitter, you get, uh, I do get some people who might say um, antidepressants actually lead to suicide or, you know, these sort of things. Yeah. And I say, no, I'm just saying they work for me. They work for me. I, the, the funny thing is that the speed that the doctor offered me them, I, I wasn't quite happy with that. He, yeah. was, he was just like that. Here's a Talipram or Prozac or whatever the other name is. I uh, can't remember this other name for Prozac. No. He was just ready to give me them right there and then. Yeah, yeah. He didn't know 
what I was like, really, you know, should I be taking it? But citalopram, it really helped me. Some people really don't like it, have a bad reaction to it. They have trouble coming off it. There's all these side effects, obviously. But it really helped me just every day. Um, I just never hit any downers. And also these kind of repetitive, negative thoughts, thinking about something you can't change. There's nothing you can do about it. You're just thinking about it again and again and again. I just sort of brushed that away and I was just every day happy. Every day happy for weeks and weeks and weeks. And I wasn't in a kind of state, like at a funeral, going, <laughs> kind of that type of thing. I wasn't like happy when I shouldn't be. Yeah. I was just... It was appropriate. You know, I just wasn't in a total downer that I couldn't quite shift. And it just gave me enough time to... to uh, experience life being happy for that long for me to go like that right how do I stay, how do I keep this how do I keep this I eventually came after him I thought how do I keep that and it, I, I could I've, no, I've never felt as happy as how I felt on antidepressants but for some people I remember thinking at the time I'm never coming after these yeah, yeah. but I eventually did and it's a different experience obviously it's not as happy but I quite like the challenge of um, trying to sort myself out in that way, meditation or thinking about it or avoiding certain situations and things like that. But if I ever felt like it, I would go back on them. It's good to know they're there, but yeah. um, I, I've been fine pretty much since. I've been a few ups and downs like anybody, but uh, nothing like before. Good. Nothing like, like it, it, before. It's an important message, I think, because a lot of people, you know, it, it, it kills people. You know, this stuff kills people, so it's important. Let us go back. You, you're, you're doing, now you're doing several shows. You've got, is it four nights, you're, four shows you're doing in Edinburgh? Ah, uh, yes, comedy, of course. Uh, comedy, <laughs> now. Uh, I, I'm doing four nights at, at the Edinburgh Fringe. That's my Daffy Stories thing. I've got this book. Um, it's been out for about a year, Daffy Stories. It's a brilliant book. It's a, it's a, a, I, I thoroughly recommend it. It's on Amazon, all those places. Uh, you know, it's, it's, they're, they're hilarious. They're filthy. They're messed up. Um, there's a really interesting video as, uh, uh, from, I think it's from BBC4, of, of you doing like a Q&A and reading some of the stories. Is that the kind of thing you're going to be doing yeah. in Edinburgh? I, that's, that's pretty much it, but because this, this is a paperback coming out and I want people to come back and uh, it's to promote that and I want maybe the same people who came last year to come to the show, so I thought, well, I'll read out different stories yeah. for the book, so they're not getting the exact same show, and they're like, oh, come on, read something <laughs> else. So I'm doing that for like, I think it's like 18th to the 21st of August at The Fringe, um, and then there's a Lemmy Live, now, which is... That's going to be you doing characters, is it? I, I do, I do like, you know, characters, if you're, it's kind of like pretty much for the fans of this stuff. I don't know how well it'll go down for people who have never, ever seen Dee Dee or Jacqueline because there's a few in-jokes, there's a few sketches that if you're sitting there, if you're there and you're, you've never seen this stuff, you might be like, I, I don't quite get it. Yeah. So if you are thinking of coming, please check out my stuff <laughs> on YouTube. Um, but that's in the... Um, so it was only two dates. 13th two dates September inside. in Salford at the Lowry. And yep. the 16th, I've got it in front of me, 16th September at the Apollo in London. It's a Friday, so I can't come. Thanks a lot for that. I'll, I'll be working. I'm sorry about that. that. That's outrageous. Can you not come up to Salford? Uh, wait, what day of the week is, is the 13th? Aye. What, da what day of the week Tuesday. is that? Is it? Is it Tuesday? I think it's a Tuesday. Well, I'll still be working. Oh, yeah, Joe. 
Can, can you not do one on a Saturday or a Sunday, sort of within a 20-mile radius of my house? Listen, here's what I'll do. Yeah. And this is a guarantee and a promise this in front of everybody, all your, right. all your listeners here. I will come to your house um, and do the whole show for you in your living room tonight. <laughs> once you're, once you're, you're out the, the, uh, the studio. And that's a promise. Well, then I, I'll, I'll leave the door on the latch, okay? Brilliant. I'm there. Brilliant. Uh, d- don't go... Uh, 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 is the, the best website in the world. Thanks a lot. Cheers. You, you won't get much information from it, uh, and it's not safe for work. Don't go there when you've got kids. Um, yeah. But it is, it, is, it is... How long did it take you to build that? Um, that was that's uh, back in my old Flash days. I used to be a, a web developer, and there was this thing called Flash that you could make these interactive kind of animated fun uh, websites. You can do all the stuff now with HTML. I'm getting a bit geeky here, but you can do all the stuff with HTML now. And that is HTML, but, um, sorry, I'm getting a bit geeky here. I know, I love it. Go on. It took about, it took about an hour. It took, uh, then it took about an hour <laughs> uh, to make it. I just had the idea. I was in the toilet at the time, and I just see the the tune that you hear when uh, when you play the actual notes on the wee xylophone thing. Yeah. That's what I was singing. Uh, to myself when I was in the toilet, and I thought, wait a minute, wait a minute. I wasn't even thinking about any, anybody in particular. You'll know what I'm talking about when I say anybody yeah. in particular when you actually listen to the thing, but um, I just thought, wait a minute, wait a minute, wait a minute, wait a minute. I can make a wee kind of thing of that, and um, oh, this is back in the, the, the golden days of web development slash, I mean, I'm taking you back. Now. I miss the GeoCities. Do you remember yeah, the GeoCities I, websites where anyone could set I up a website? I, I had one, I like the GeoCities Homestead or something, which is I think how you made the yeah. things. There's the banners at the top. I we did all days. They and, were the um, days. And the Yahoo chat and um, IRC chat and what was that other one? P P. I can't remember what it was. Is this other chat? I was going to say PCP, but that's that. That's that drug. <laughs> that's the drug. That's that one you hear in the trading places. PCP. Let me listen. I've just retweeted the link uh, for your tickets for the Salford and um, the the London show. Uh, how do people get tickets for, for the Edinburgh shows? Um, if you go, if you go, um, if you just search for Lenny Fringe, it comes Lenny up. Fringe Daffy Stories, um, and it's and it's there. Beautiful. And that's something you don't need to know any of the characters or any sketches or something like that. If you're coming up any of yours for Dunn's South or coming up for the Fringe, I'd love to see you there. There'll be a Q&A and a book sign at the end where we'll have a handshake mm-hmm. and a chit-chat and a photo opportunity and even a wee cuddle. <laughs> I don't like the cuddles. When, if maybe I, maybe, maybe force. If I, if I do things, I don't want people touching me. You know, you go, I, right. I'll have a picture, but don't touch me. I've got personal space issues. Um, it, well, no, I, I really like that. I even got a nice kiss. Oh, uh, to a guy before, and I actually signed somebody's uh, uh, behind. Did you I really? Well, I, I, I do a wee joke at the beginning. Am I allowed to say the, the, the A word? Yeah, go on, say it. Ass? Yeah. Well, I feel like a, I feel, I feel like a rebel. I feel like uh, <laughs> Sex Pistols here. <laughs> um, I say at the beginning of the show, and at the end, I'll have a book signing. I'll sign your books, your tickets, and I, in case you're wondering, I'll even sign your ass. Yeah. This is a wee sort of joke. And then there's a couple of guys at the end who said, would you really sign Mars? And I went, aye, if you want. And this is in front of everybody. And they pulled their trousers down, put their trousers and pants down, and they're hairy. 
Here he is, and I signed it. And there's a few guys. There's a few different guys in different places. <laughs> you know, some of the, at think. least at least one of those men will have got that tattooed now. I I just just go wear it. Just just go wear what you've what you've got there. Tattoo there that's there. Let me listen, man. Uh, at Darth Lemmy, if you want to follow on Twitter, it, uh, it's so nice to talk to you. You've made me laugh. I've had really crap end of last year and beginning of this year and your program totally cheered me up and you just I'm made me laugh when i felt miserable thank you very much mate and i hope, hopefully i'll get to see you soon thanks a lot thank you cheers see you take later. care bye-bye there we go that's limmy um just just hilarious the the first series is on netflix the other two series are on youtube you can buy the dvds as well get the daft Wee stories it is just it's the darkest funniest Best sketch show I've seen in a long, long time. Right, normal service resumes. 0844-499-1000. We have half, half a functioning studio. I've lost the blooming connector for my headphones. I left it here yesterday. Grr. Or they might be in my jeans that are in the wash. That should be all right. But, fingers crossed, um, we can make this work. 0844-499-1000. Alan. Balls to you. Let's try there. Hang on. Alan! Him, him, him. My studio doesn't work! Oh dear! No, dear! Who broke it? Ah, oh, George Galloway. Oh, my, no, the. George the Galloway broke my studio! That's what he did! And boy, oh boy, oh boy. George, you're a fan of. Oh, isn't that true? Was it because of a Chilcot report? Yes, it was because of the Chilcot report. He was so furious, um, uh, or otherwise, that he smashed the studio to pieces. The desk is broken. This time, guys, it wasn't me. Wasn't me. It wasn't me. Anyway, what you got for us, Alan? I, I was listening back to one of the earlier podcasts. Oh, yes. And it was a week today, it was the last of a straight to air. <laughs> I thought you meant like ages ago. You mean like, you mean last week? A week today? Yeah, a week a week ago today. Not the last ever straight to air, but the um the last one for a, for a while. Yeah, because I I really enjoyed straight to air. Cause right. it's really unpredictable about it. it could be talking to you one day, and then you could be playing songs or theme tunes well, the next minute. Here's the thing. You can still play songs and theme tunes down the phone if you want, right? Um, but we've, since we got rid of Straight to Air, I thought we'd struggle to fill the last hour, right? We've had yeah. more calls, um, than we've had in Straight to Air for ages. So it, it, it seems to work for me. Yeah, uh, long may it continue. Well, exactly. Long may it continue. And I'll beat Lady Kadonk. Well, well, you, well, yes, you, 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 you did, you did do that. Alan, I'm going to let you go because it's too noisy, and I, I haven't got a fader, so I can't ride you. I can't ride you, Alan. So, um, oh wait, four 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 nine nine one thousand is the telephone number. Let's go to Pablo. Evening, Pablo. Hip 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 hip. Um, how are you doing? All right. I, I'm, I'm annoyed because the studio doesn't work, and it's and there's nothing we can do about it. And 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 it. I thought you having a bit of a, a fiddle on pre-show on Periscope, a bit of a anxious pre-Limmy. Uh... Well, I was nervous. I was nervous because Limmy was coming on, and I'm a big fan, and I always want. I've got this terrible thing, right, that I want to be liked by the people that I interview. When really, it's not important. Don't matter at all. He's not going to phone up Huffman and go, "Hey, and that was great chat." 
why don't you come around my house for uh, for for dinner although andy partridge did do that and i blew that but so i was nervous and um and then there was just stuff was going on and uh, I'd, uh, I've, I've lost the fall guy theme tune from my computer it's gone <sighs> and i have oh hang on a minute well i'm not just found it there we go. There we just, go. just found it. So it was there. That was it. There we go. It's done. Anyway, yeah, well, what you got for us, boss? Well, great hearing Lumi. I'm a, a big fan of Lumi as He's well. He's good, um, isn't he? There we go. I can't wait for Daft Punk's uh, Get Lucky, Feel Good Hit for the Summer. Stupid hits this, uh, <laughs> this summer, I'm sure. <laughs> uh, anyway, um, there the, well, two main things. One is just a random... I don't know if anybody else is having this problem. Go on. Um, but as soon as the summer seems to hit, over the last few days... Yes. In... Opposing rooms of my house, I've been having flies on the inside of the house, yeah. up against the window, nowhere else in the house. Yeah. I catch them, release. Well, initially I was catching and release them, but by this stage I'm just I'm just going on. You would catch and release free. flies. Well, I try and be a pacifist at the best of times, but you know sometimes you know you're just fighting an uphill battle. So yeah, no, it's generally been squishing and, yeah. and the like, but. Uh, they just keep coming back, and we've been in this house for over a year now, and I'm starting to think there does seem to be a bit of panelling that's been redone on the wooden floor, and I'm starting to think that there may may have been a body buried or uh, something along those lines. Right. Well, by the previous owners, not by us. Um, but, yeah, it's, it's just a, a curious one. Um, I'm not, uh, not too sure exactly what's... Uh, going on with it well there are, we have uh, there are flies will always come with the heat pablo that what are you doing sorry i was just getting a pizza from the door from the dog no no from the door i'm, I'm oh has your pizza has your pizza just come what have you got um just having pineapple standard well i say having pineapple pepperoni and pineapple i've gone the next level uh, I, um, I, I, do you know what, today, I've just, um, I've just blown the, the diet, I've just blown it, I was, I went, I was doing this thing today with Sam Delaney and Karen Danchuk, uh, there's an odd pair, and, um, and, uh, no, don't, don't, it's fair, be nice to Karen Danchuk, she's got her knockers. No, no, I was just saying you were, you were named Robin, um, not, uh, not in any way any kind of, uh, comment on either person. No, and, um... Uh, there were lots of little um, um, nibbles there, and I'm talking about the um, the, the nibbles on the the table. And I just kept I just kept eating chocolate. Those it was those little chocolate and caramel biscuit slices. Oh, okay. oh the shortbread kind of like shortbread. Yeah, is that what they yeah. call millionaire shortbread? Millionaire shortbread, I think. Why yeah, would you have to be of... a million? That's like, that. I mean, anyway. And um, I, I just ate. I just, they were there, and once I had one, I couldn't. I couldn't stop, and I was just eating them and eating them and eating them and eating them. And also, that would be that their London's kind of uh, buffet type of stuff. So yeah. it's all it's all proper fancy. We're not talking just volivants no, and sausage no. rolls. And then and then I so I th- I thought I'll stuff it. So I went for a Chinese tonight. Fair play. Fair play. Fair play. But fat play. Fair fat well, play. Well, well, eventually, yeah. you know, it's, it's all. It's all uh, well. It's, it's all the exercise. That's what I say. It's basically yes. I do a lot of walking with my job. I'm always on the go, so I pretty much eat what I want and generally have a, an all right slim figure. 
I'm going to I'm going to go for another little run tomorrow. Going to be I've got to be up early. Got the man coming at nine o'clock to um, fix a little scrape, little scrapeette that I had with my car, tiny little Scratchington. A little a little kiss with another uh, vehicle. It was a kiss with a pillar in an underground car park. Oh, yes, I remember you mentioning it. Yeah, on show so man's coming to time. fix that tomorrow. So I've, he's coming at nine, so I'm going to go, for, while he's doing that, I'm going to go for a little run. But then what I'm going to do is I'm going to, um, then I'm going to stand around the corner for half an hour, so it looks like I've been running for an hour. Because <laughs> I don't want to be a lightweight. Well, I was going to say, you could go one, one or two ways with it. You could either kind of get yourself a, a, a like a, a water-based drink and, and give yourself a bit of a dowsing before you come through to look like you've really been pushing the boundaries. Yeah. Um, yes. But then e- equally, that may also make mm. you look weak. You know, you might you might want to look at, yeah, just done 5K, no biggie. Like, uh, <laughs> you know, I'm That's... just going to go upstairs and do a couple of uh, squat thrusts. If you're done, I'll, uh, I'll, I'll see you next time. Give us a, give uh, us a call when uh, you want me to come and uh, check out yeah, the car. Do you need help lifting that car down off the... Uh, <laughs> you know, hey, Pablo, the Jeff I'm, late, I'm late for some ads. Do we get to the point of your call? Oh, no, yes, the main reason for calling, actually, yes, was uh, just to say thank you for your show. I've been in communication with... Uh, uh, Mr. Gafford, uh, one of your... Uh, oh, I'm sorry to hear uh, Yes, well, well, only time will tell. Um, obviously, he has his uh, podcast, the uh, um, Custard TV thing, yep. and we have the uh, Food Watch Film by podcast, a separate entity. Um, and I've just tried to do a kind of a organise a peer-by-peer review thing, so I've listened to a few of their episodes, and he's listened to at least one of our episodes, and we're going to have a bit of, uh, you know, critique... There we go. Uh, well, I'm, and it's, I'm, good, it's good to get a bit of feedback because sometimes it's hard. You yes. putting things out there and you don't know if anybody's listening and if they are, if they're just being polite when they're. So I'd rather, you know, and from what I hear of Gasford and from what I've heard from his podcast, he, he's quite, uh, quite uh, uh, forthright. He won't, uh, he won't. Uh, exactly. That's, that's, those are the, Pablo, I've got to move on because we're, we're very late for a lab, but those, those are the, um, the best critics. As long as, you know, you know as long as they're, they're, they're constructive in their criticism, of course, not just idiots. Someone tweeted me earlier on going, Oh, FFS, Limmy's going to be on the phone. That always sounds rubbish. He could do a phone or any time. And I replied, all right, mate, it, you don't have to listen. It isn't compulsory to listen. And then he's he's still banging on online. He's going, oh, no. All right, mate, I don't don't have an attitude. Oh, I think Ian's muted me. I've not, but I'm yay close to muting. If you keep banging on, you numpty. <laughs> Indeed, Matt. Uh, you were listening. Well, I, I have it. I have no control over the volume of the phone calls. So if I uh, yeah, every everybody tonight when you're phoning in, just be on your toes, guys. Oh wait, so, four 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 nine nine thousand. But just be on your toes. Can you hear people who are waiting on hold, or is it only when they're when they're well, live? Because I've been clearing my throat an awful lot. If you if you're quiet, sh- sh- just be quiet. <laughs> See, did you hear that? I did. It was delicious. There we go. So, yes, we can, we can hear um, people on hold. They sound lovely. Yeah. The reason for calling in, um, to move things along slightly, yes. is um, last night I called in and told you about the um, unidentified animal that my young son oh, had. Oh, it had was uh, a, 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 an inch and a half long. It looked like a yeah. hedgehog without spikes, and it could yeah. hang upside down from a hand. Well, we thought it might be a vole. Yes. Um, I run that past him, and he said, no, it definitely wasn't one of those. Oh. He's standing next to me right now. I've got him for the weekend, oh. and I thought maybe if I could get him to describe it directly to you, um, that it might help your uh, other listeners Beautiful. to um, see if they can identify it. What's... So I'll pass to know. His name is Max. Max. All right, lovely. Let's yeah, hang on. To Max. Troublemaker. 
hip, hip, hip. Hip, hip, hip. Max, how you doing, man? Hi. Well, what, what, what you got planned this weekend? Anything fun? Well, yes. What are you doing? One thing, it's going to be raining Saturday and Sunday. Yeah! Oh, no, is that good or bad? Bad. Oh, boo. Um, so what are you going to do? Just stay indoors and play Ludo? No, we don't have Ludo. Um, we have snakes and ladders and Ludo. S- snakes and ladders. Snakes and ladders and Ludo. Do you, when you play snakes... And, sna- and jigsaw. Mag- Max, when you play snakes and ladders, right, do you play by the proper rule... Yeah. That, that you have to get the exact number to land on the, the final square. Yes. Good. Yeah, because we normally try and get past the square. What do you mean you try and get past it? Yeah. It's the final square. You try and get past the last square. It's the final square. You have to land You have to land on the on the final square. No, we, but I would we normally try and get past the square. How can you go? I don't understand how you can go past the final square. You have to throw the right number to land it. You have to throw the right number tell- to land. Max, you tell- have to go one. You have to go one step after the, the okay. ending number. Max, tell you, tell your dad just to keep out of this. All right, I'm talking you to you. You have to go off the board. Yeah, exactly. Oh, you have to go off the board. That's how you do. Yeah. All right. Well, that's wrong. Now, Max, what? D- describe this animal to me, please, because we're all intrigued by it. So. You know hedgehogs? I do. They don't cling on to you. They don't cling on to you, no. And they have spiky backs. Yes. This one clings on to you and doesn't have a spiky back. So it's not a hedgehog? No. So what is it? I don't know. I don't know his name. But does it... Does it look like a hedgehog? Yes. Without spikes? It does have spikes, but then it's not very sharp. It does have spikes. That's interesting because your uh, chancellor of a dad said it didn't have spikes. Be quiet, Matt. So it has soft spikes. Hold a sec. Daddy, you said be quiet, Yeah, Matt. I did. I did. Be- sorry, sorry. No, be quiet. I'm talking to Max. Go away. This isn't anything to do with you anymore. <laughs> so have your hands. I'm talking to my other son who's desperately trying to get onto the phone, um, but I'll pass it back to Max. He can come on in a minute. Yeah, the other one come on in a minute. Don't worry about that. Uh, right. <laughs> Right, so, it, it, <coughs> ha, bless you. Was that a sneeze or a cough? Uh, a sneeze. Beautiful. I'm in the car. Oh. So, how big was it? Um, quite little. It was, like, a baby hedgehog. Maybe it, it was... Like a baby hedgehog. Maybe it was a baby hedgehog, because they have soft spikes on on a baby hedgehog yeah it's a baby hedgehog it's a baby hedgehog right okay. i held a baby hedgehog brilliant so it, so so it was a hedgehog yes it was a, <laughs> a baby, so there's 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 this we oh, we had literally an hour on the show last night and then you've just found up and said it wasn't a hedgehog and then you've just and now you've put the word baby in front of the word hedgehog You've gone, oh, yeah, it was a hedgehog. It was a baby. (laughs) (laughs) What was it like? Was it cute? Yes. Yeah? What what did it taste like? I didn't taste it. You should do. They are delicious. Uh, maybe a hedgehog is weird. You get a hedgehog, you put it on a skewer, (laughs) and you toast it over an open fire. Oh, it's Uh, beautiful. uh, cool. Yeah, it's cool. Get your dad to catch one this I, weekend. Um, I said 
Cool. It's, it's very cool. Get your dad. Cool. Yes, yeah, it is cool, man. Get your dad. Cool. It's cool. I know it's cool. cool. It's cool. I know cool like the fonts. Get your dad to catch one. Yeah. Get your dad. It's cool. Yeah, it's, I know, man. It's cool. Yeah. Get your dad to catch one. We found. We found our level. And um, uh, hello. They're rare. What a rare. Um, you know, the baby hedgehogs. Yeah, I know. That's what makes them taste so delicious, is their rare- rarity. They're not... They're not... They're not delicious. Have you, how many have you had? Uh, I haven't had any. I've had about 25 this week. Oh, is that you had 25? So you've had 25 hedgehogs this week? Wow. Cool. Max, is there? Have you got? Have you, is there another young person that wants to say hello to me? Um, he's not young. He's nine. I'm seven. Well, Hank. Whoa, dude. All right. So who's? So um, is your? Uh, you're staying with? You're staying with your dad. Is is your wife staying with you, Max? Uh, no. Where is your wife this weekend? She's at Chesterfield's. Your wife is at Chesterfield's, and I'm in Manchester. Okie dokie. And what do you do for a living, Max? <laughs> Good job. Um, uh, make dad be an idiot. There we go. Make dad be an idiot. It's a great job. So let me speak to the nine-year-old. Let me speak to the more mature one out of you two. Uh, his name's Harry. I don't want to know his name. <laughs> Names okay. are of no consequence to me. Bye, Max. He, I was just saying, we live in a mansion. I wish. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Dad, dad, dad will tell me the truth. Let's speak, let me speak to Bye-bye. Harry. Bye-bye. Bye-bye. I'm afraid Harry's gone shy. Oh. Are you really not going to speak, Harry? What? You don't have to. No, he doesn't have to. Of course he doesn't have to. No one cares. No. Max wants to talk to you again, but I think you probably had enough of him. No, 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 I've had enough of you. Go away. I want to speak to Max. Oh, see you then. Hello. Hey, man. What do you want to say now? Yeah, we live in a mansion. Yeah. And how many bedrooms has it got? Three bedrooms? That's not a mansion! We've got 97 bedrooms. Oh, so- sorry, I thought you said... I, 100 I, bathrooms. Right. And one chimney. Yeah, well, you, you don't need one chimney. 150 TVs. 150 TVs. Tell, tell Harry that I just heard... T- all of them are in the bathroom. And all of them are in the bathrooms. With a 19 inch club and TV. With a 19 inch club and TV in a room. T- just tell Harry. Tell Harry we can hear him. <laughs> Harry, we got a sh- we got a swimming pool full of jelly and a lake full of custard and a lake full of custard. Hello. <laughs> I'm just imagining if I had a lake full of custard in my house, I would uh, that wouldn't last very long because I would eat it. And every day we always go in it. Well. That sounds like... Is, let me speak to Harry. Come tell Harry I can hear him. Um, is, some, oh. is someone... Um, yes. Yes. Do you have a kid? Yeah. Um, is someone copying me? Who's copying you? Because I can hear someone copying me no on one's, the phone. No one's copying you on the phone. You've got... What is going on there? In that house? I don't know. Do you want me to call social services, Max? No. Are you being held there against your will? No. Cough twice if you want me to send the police around. Uh, don't. 
I will send the police. Please don't want me. We, I will send the police around with a helicopter and some rescue dogs. They will rescue you before 11.30. In that case, call off the uh, call off the rescue party. They live in a flat. Talk radio. Good evening, dear listener. Oh eight four 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 nine nine one thousand is the telephone number if you want to give us a call. It's kind of the late night phoning show where you have to do a bit of the work. I'm not just going to sit here and give you stuff to talk about. What would you like to discuss? This is Talk Radio. Here's the news. Late night, Ian Lee on Talk Radio. We have ways of making you talk. There's a voice that keeps on calling me down the road. It's where I'll always be. Every stop I make, I make a new friend. Can't stay for long, just turn around. Until tomorrow, I'll just keep moving on Down this road that never seems to end When new adventure lies just around the bend So if you wanna join me for a while Just grab your hat, come travel like that's old style Maybe tomorrow, I wanna settle down Until tomorrow, the whole world is my own is the telephone number so um uh, you can watch this on periscope periscope.tv slash ian lee um but you might call in is the best way to uh, to get involved we call you back it's the kind of phoning show that isn't really um isn't really about 
anything. We sign a sit here and uh, we'll chat. And here comes a cup of tea. Thank you very much indeed. The studio's knackered, so it's it's slightly um, ragged tonight. More ragged than per usual. Um, and um, I'm not going to sit here and give you loads of stuff to talk about. I'll go through the papers in a little bit if if, if we kind of run out of things uh, to say. <clears throat> I'm a little bit clarty tonight. I've got a frog in my throat. Um, but, um, otherwise you can just call in and, and have a chat. Let us know how this week's gone. Oh, right. So two things, uh, the film ring on August the 21st, which is where we are going to meet, um, in a room above a pub in London and watch They Kill My Cat and Outtakes from Kung Fu Elliot and Bits and Pieces. That, that has sold out now, guys. A hundred of you are coming, and it has sold out. So, um, you know, we'll see how that goes. Uh, on Monday, on the show, this show on Monday, we will be having Film Ring. We're going to talk about The Imposter, which is a, a, a brilliant documentary, which you can watch on uh, YouTube and Vimeo for free. Uh, and it's brilliant. So all watch that, please. And we'll talk about it on Monday. We've got Charlie Parker, who is the private investigator in the film, is coming on as as a guest. I must remember to send him an email uh, over the uh, weekend. 0844 499 1000 is the phone number. Yes, Hannah. No? Flipping it. Come on, man. Yes, Hannah. Hello, Lady Kadonk here. Hello, Kadonk. I heard Anna was asking for me earlier. Uh, yes, I believe that was the case. Why don't you two go and get a room? Oh, no, thank you. No. So does line two not work now? Is we saying line two is out of action? Okay, we're down to one phone line that works, and I ain't got no control over it. What could, what could possibly go wrong, Anna? Uh, none of this matters. None of this matters. None of, only a, one hour and 54 minutes. One hour and 54 minutes. Da diddly doodly bum. Da diddly doodly bum. Uh, what you got for us, Anna? Oh, my God. There are, well, there was one, but there is now two. I have two frogs in my kitchen. Oh, how has that happened? Oh, well, I think they've gone now. But the cat brought in one. Mm-hmm. They do, yeah. The, in their I mouths. Shut, yeah. Um, I shut the kitchen door because I didn't want to touch it. Came back 15 minutes later and there's two. Oy. Maybe um, uh, it was like cells and it divided into two. That happens sometimes. <sighs> that happens. Um, frogs are okay, though. I could, if, if I had to pick up a frog, I could do it. The best way to do it is a saucepan. Oh, well, then I don't want to use a saucepan again. No, then you wash it. So it's like, you wash it. So you get the saucepan. You don't squash it. You put the saucepan over the top. Then you, you then you get a plate and slide it underneath and trap it. And then you let it out at the other end of the garden or, or down the store in your next door neighbour's washing or something. That's what, you, that's what you do. You know, you enjoy it. Enjoy Where it. Where did it come from? Because I haven't got a pond. Um, have you got a garden? Yeah. yeah it's just there then. Is, where's, the nearest, where's the nearest water supply? Oh, I'm only half a mile down the road. Yeah, well, there you go then. That's it. Frogs can, frogs can jump. That's like... Seven leaps for a frog. Well, I'm outdoors in the middle of the countryside, so... Yeah, exactly. Well, mice, dormouse, dormice, dormice then, dormouses. Oh, we get loads of them. Yeah. Frogs, frogs, I don't like it, slimy. You know, mice can collapse their spine. Gross. That's how they get through tiny holes. And I was so disappointed, because when you watch Tom and Jerry, right... 
a mouse hole is like a huge hole that you can you can fit a, a hand through in the wainscoting, isn't it? Yeah. Um, but in real life, mouse holes—they're that shape, but they're tiny. They're tiny. You could you couldn't even uh, you could po- probably fit a very thin pencil through them, and that's it. Yeah, I guess so. And because the, they can collapse their spine and they can go, they can go almost flat. They can fit through anything, mice. Absolutely anything. Amazing, really. Yeah, well, it's, they're amazing creatures. Yeah, but it's not nice when a cat carries it in and plays with it. They play with it. Oh god! And... I remember once uh, when I lived in the flat, and um, I had uh, like a laundry box, like a big chest, a chest that was a laundry chest. And next, just by the wall, and it was like a small bedroom. And I could hear the cat dicking around, right? She was, like, jumping all over the place. And I thought, oh, flipping it. I turned the light on, and she was looking at this um, laundry box, right, that was up chest that was up against the wall. And I looked, and I couldn't believe it. Literally, it had its hands around the side of the, the chest and was looking up. was a mouse! It was actually had its, I'm miming it, it had its hands on the side of the chest and was looking round at the mouse, right? And I was thinking, oh, for crying. And I said, Velvet, just get, get it. Get the mouse. And she looked at me and I said, get the, get the mouse, go and kill it. And she got the mouse. Right, so now she scooped the mouse out with her hand. I thought, yes, we're going to have a clean kill here. But no, what she did, she tossed it from one paw to the other. She caught it on her claws, right? And the mouse was alive. And she did this like six or seven times. And then she dropped the mouse, and the mouse ran off. Yeah, they just like to tease them. Flip it, that kill it. Go in for the yeah. kill. I got to put both my thumbs down to imply to the cat, kill, kill it now. And um, yeah. it, she didn't, and the mouse escaped. And I then spent the. I had to go and sleep downstairs. I couldn't sleep upstairs. Couldn't do no, it. No, had to sleep with one eye open. I couldn't. Could not do it. How old is Velvet now? She is seventeen years old. Isn't that old for no. a cat? Yeah. He isn't that old for a cat. I mean, really. She's doing well. Yeah, she's doing well. The thing is, she doesn't go out anymore. She just sits in my bedroom, and um, she, she, she'll she live for another five years, I reckon. Yeah, yeah. Good for her. Well, they can live beyond 20. Yeah, good for her. Well, look, now I've yeah. got the bloke, the bloke that was, that was, <laughs> oh, God, the internet, Anna. What are we going to do with it? What, what would be great, right, what would be great is if, um, if they switched off the internet for a day, just for a day, internet... A lot of people would complain, I think. No, no, they would complain, but their lives would be enriched by it. Internet yeah. free day. We're going to declare July, what is it now, the 9th? We'll say the 9th. July the 9th, internet free day. The internet will be switched off. What would you, what would you miss if the internet was switched off for a day? What would I miss? Probably something like Twitter or something. You wouldn't miss Twitter. You wouldn't miss Twitter. Well, I wouldn't miss it, miss it. Well, not for a day. Not for a day. No, exactly. I'd miss I'd miss looking up um, videos on YouTube, but but yeah. I could live without it. Um, I, yeah. I wouldn't miss Twitter. There's this fella, right, who, who got arsy with me on Twitter because Limmy was going to be on the phone, right? He was really angry. Yeah, I saw that, yeah. He thought, FFS, it's going to sound, they always sound rubbish on the phone. Well, then they don't. Uh, it, could, it could do a phone interview any day. And I said, don't, you don't, it's not compulsory to listen to the show, mate. And but they're he, only typing that for a reaction, aren't they? Well, yeah, and then he's then he's going on and on and on, and don't be like that. Oh, FFS, mate, don't be like that. Oh, now, oh, now I think Ian's muted me. I'm not muted him. I'm going to. 
Yeah. And then he just took it two hours ago. I was looking forward to Ian Lee on Periscope with Limmy. F sake, trolls be trolls. Basically, people have, have said to him, "What are you having a pop for?" Uh, oh, th- th- Tony, I've not muted you, but do you know what? If I get another whingy message from you tonight, I'm going to block you, mate. I'm going to uh, block you. I've had to block someone. I've had to just block someone else who's oh, who used to be an, an annoyance at another radio station has suddenly reared ahead here oh geez people people the weekend can't come quick enough oh it's almost here it's almost here hannah i'm gonna cut you off bye there we go oh eight four 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 nine nine one thousand oh eight four 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 nine nine one thousand is the telephone number if you want to give us a call yes happy tree happy tree oh hello hello <coughs> I've forgotten what I was going to say now. Um, oh, yes, uh, Limmy. Yes. It was very nice to hear, to hear Limmy. Um, I, was actually, I won't recreate any of his sayings because it's so difficult to find any of them that don't involve uh, words of a certain uh, category. Yeah. But um, it's, it's interesting that I, I use Limmy's sketches in my classes sometimes to show students, you know, like this is p- real people actually speak like this. And the interesting thing about that way of speaking is that all these swear words, have, in, within that linguistic context, they have no uh, offensive value whatsoever. What like, on earth are you talking? What, what, what on earth are you talking about? Speak in English, man. <laughs> I've got, no, got no idea what you're talking about. <laughs> well, for instance, um, the word, the Glaswegian word for person. Yeah. Is the c word, right. but it doesn't mean that you're you're uh, casting any aspersions on their character. No, it's, it's not. No, it's character. no, it's not. The Glaswegian word for for person is not the c word. Yes, but in some areas, no, it's it is, no, yeah. it's not. Of course, it's not. What a ridiculous! What a ridiculous thing to say! But the, the the Glaswegian word for person is not c word. It is well in, in some in some. How come when uh, I worked up in Glasgow, I never heard anyone say that? But did you go to the East End and speak with lower class well, but, uh, but, people like Didi? Well, but 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 then that's the, that's the, you know in, that's the same in London then. But do they do they use the c word routinely just to say that no. person over there? No, because well, of course people do. But I've done that before. You've seen that c over there. Doesn't mean it's the word. Yeah, but there are there are people who oh, think you're talking don't realise that it's a swear word. Oh, you're talking utter tosh. You're talking out oh, well, of balls, wait. Happy Tree, and you know you are. <laughs> okay, fair enough. Let's move on to the reason why I called, yes. which was a mini film ring. Yes. I just watched a film yesterday, which I didn't know about. Um, you must have known about it because you're best friends in it, Mackenzie. Um, it's called Aunt Muzak. Have you seen it? Uh, yes, I have. It's got my best friend in it and also my nemesis is in it. Oh, who's your nemesis? Nick Moran. Oh, because he was very, I mean, he looks very much like Adamant. Yeah, yeah, it's good. It's yeah. about Adamant going um, late night shopping or something, isn't it? I'm not seeing yeah, it. Yeah, oh, that's hilarious. It's good, that. Yeah, I like that. Yeah. All right, happy treat. Nice one. Thank you very well, much. I'm not, I'm not buying for one second that the C word is the word for person in Glasgow. I am not buying that at all. I'm sorry, I'm tapping away because I want to try and get hold of um, a friend of mine who's in America and I want to f- see if he'll come on the show tonight. That's what I want. Yes, Sarah. Hello. 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 Yes, hello. 
sorry, like, <laughs> it's my first time calling. Well, hey, well, don't, don't, what, whatever. You've never called anyone, ever. Never used a phone before. Wowzers, this is insane. It's great to have you on board. Thanks. We'll what? see how it goes. Well, let's, let's see how it goes. Um, I just want to say, how cute was Max this evening? He was good, wasn't he? he he's put... So he's, cute. He's put a lot of the other callers to shame, shall we say. He was brilliant. So, sassy seven-year-old. Seven is a fun age, man. I, and and my, my boys are going to be... set. Well, one of them will be seven soon. and I'm, It's a fun age. Just so cute. Um, I just, like, I watch on Periscope, and I'm, I hate the whole, like, messages where they say it's boring caller and zzz and sleepy and... Uh, just because he was superb. Yeah, who, what were they saying on Periscope? Just, well, every so often. I think there was one for Max saying, like, a sleepy sign, you know, with the extended Oh, the, the, the thing about Periscope, right, everybody's welcome to come and watch the show on Periscope, but I, I, ignore the people. Uh, the, most of the people on there are lovely, but there are some real idiots on there who kind of ruin it for everybody by just going, oh, this is boring. Or, or so, someone said, oh, I think you, I think you lost to me in with the suicide chat. Shut up, man. I was, that was, that was, a, that, that was, a, you were hearing a man uh, uh, talking in some of the starkest terms about his mental health that you could ever hear. I don't, I don't care if we lose people because of that. We won't. We'll get people because of that. Anyway, Periscope is a little bit poisonous at times, at times. I think that's what makes this um, show so special, though, with those types of phone calls. Yeah. With the guy the other night about his son, it's just, it's such good radio, because you don't get the standard joke phone calls. It's just, it's a complete mixture. Well, Sarah, you're very, very kind. I'm not really feeling it tonight. I always feel a little bit, um... Um, when there's, when there's, uh, when there are technical issues, right, they won't get sorted tonight, and that's fine. But it means yeah. I've not quite got all of the tools at my fingertips that I like to create, you know, the show. The fact that I can't fade people in and out and I've only got one line and all of this kind of stuff. So we'll get mm-hmm. there. It'll be an all right show. But um, I just feel I'm like a, I'm, I'm like flying a jumbo jet. And the jumbo jets have got four engines and the, um, one of the engines is down and another one is, is starting to go a little bit. That's what it feels like. I get you. I get you. Yeah. Anyway, what you got for us, Sarah? Um, so, well, first of all, I've just got two little points. I am 25, and I feel like throughout my life I've always tuned in and out with you. Oh. So, Rise, I started with when I was about 13. Yeah, bloody, that was, that was a lot, that was, you would have been, yeah, 12 or 13 you would have been, flipping heck. I would not go to school without watching it. Wowzers. refused to. You were the one. Then I tuned, <laughs> then I tuned into Absolute Radio when I went to uni, so that got me through 18 to about 20. Yeah. And then I used to watch Lost and loved your stuff to do with Lost. Completely yeah. loved all that stuff. Hey, and now you, I just can you believe I got the the reason I got the Lost gig right because I was on LBC okay. at the time and I, I and I used to do like loads of podcasts and little programs about Lost. And the reason I got that was because I mentioned it once on LBC, and this guy called Colin messaged me on MySpace and said, wow. "Hey Ian, I run a small company. Would you like to do a podcast about Lost? There's not there's no money in it, I'm afraid." And I was like, "Yeah, that sounds like fun." That was the best MySpace message I ever got because then I ended up going to Hawaii and hanging out with those guys, all of that stuff. It was brilliant. Lost was a great gig for you, yeah. And, and Lost was a great program, and I will go back to it one day. But the last. 20 minutes of it were awful. Yeah, you know what? I defend that to my friends as well, and I really struggle, because I love that program, and yeah. I'm all, all about the, um, like, if you look at it for the story, not necessarily how it ends, no. all the way through. It's I don't buy that on. argument. It's the journey, not the destination. Nah, sorry, guys, that don't work. Not for oh. a TV program. 
But would you still recommend people to watch it? No, because the ending is so pony. <sighs> I, uh, uh, um, a few years after, uh, shortly after Lost, not a few years, maybe a, a year or so after Lost, no, a few months after Lost, I, um, had to go on some uh, incredibly strong painkillers, tramadol, and, um... I'm on that now! Oi! Baby, baby, baby! <laughs> that stuff is nuts! It is, it's nuts. Tramadol and pro... Some, something else, I don't know about... And I would have the most psychedelic dreams ever. It was like, I was, you know, I was, it was, well, tra- tramadol is a heroin substitute. And, um, I dreamt a better last series of Lost while I was off my face on tramadol one afternoon. Oh, wow. And, and the be- I can't remember it, but basically what it was is they were caught forever in a time loop because it was them that had made themselves go to the island. So future um, Jack and, and Kate and all of that lot had uh-huh. somehow constructed the plane crash in the past so that they would always end up going to the island, but then they were stuck in a time loop where they always ended up making themselves go back to the island. I really like that. It's good, isn't it? It's, it's good. It's very good. I'm very impressed. It's yeah. better than the super brain computer. Well, all right, let's not be rude about that. You, that was for a long time. That was. Uh, I think the writers heard that theory and they thought, wow, he's guessed it straight away. We better come up with something else. Okay, yeah, touche, touche. And my question tonight actually is linked, I suppose, to all of this. I want to know your top three time travel films. Oh, baby! Let me, hang on a minute, I've just put the phone back here, because I've just set, I've just tried to reset Periscope. My top three time travel films are as follows. Okay, ready? At number three, Time Crimes. Oh, never heard of it. Oh, it's Spanish. Beautiful. Beautiful film. Okay, I'll just make a note of that one. At number one, we're going to skip number two for a minute. Okay. At number one, Primer. (gasps) I have a friend who loves this film and I haven't got around to watching it yet. Man man alive. Watch it. You won't understand it. And and don't do this before. Okay. If you go and type in Primer Timeline... And then print up what comes up, right, on the screen, and then watch it again. Hmm, okay. And then the second one, number two, I mean, uh, it varies. Part of me wants to say Time Bandits. I've heard of that, but I haven't seen it. Go and watch Time Bandits, man. Terry Gilliam. Terry Gilliam. It's Basically, it's the Monty Python film that Monty Python never made. It's flipping brilliant. Okay. There you go. There's your I three. Shall watch that. That is very good. I'll get on that. I might give you a phone next week about primer. Let me know how they go, Sarah. Please, I'd be keen to hear your thoughts. I will do. Thank you. Thank you, Tati. Bye. Uh, that's all right, Johnny. It's groovy, man. Um, um, time bandits gets overlooked in the time. John and Sam, stay there. Oh eight four 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 nine nine one thousand is the telephone number. If you want to give us a call, we call you back. Time Bandits gets overlooked in the time travel genre because it's p- perceived as a kid's film. Um, I remember watching it at school, actually, when I was about 10. But it is stupendous. It is stupendous. Good film, that. In fact, I might, I might have to have a little... I might... Oh, the boys. 
Oh, the boys. Let me see if I can get Time Bandits for a penny on um, on Amazon. And then me and the boys can uh, can have some of uh, that. Let's go to Diana. Yes, Diana? Hi there, Ian. You sound in good form. Oh, do you think so? I don't... It doesn't... It doesn't... Okay, thank you. <laughs> it doesn't sound like that in my head tonight. It sounds a little bit ropey tonight, but never mind. Oh, no problem. Well, it's just about a call that I had today, and for one split second, I went a little bit panic-stricken. So it's just a tip-off to anyone who's listening who gets a call like it. Oh, what's happened? Okay, well, it's happened once or twice before. Yeah. And the number's always been untraceable. You can ring 1471. Yeah. And nothing. Now, today it went, and there's an actual voice, an automated voice. Oh, yeah. And it said that it was the Revenue and Customs, HMRC. Uh Uh-oh. Yeah. And there was a lawsuit pending against me. Uh-oh! It, it's re- dirty Diana! <laughs> she, what have you been up to, Diana? Well, it's all in the sock and under the bed, but there Good we go. Good for you. Well done. Anywho, um, it was the the shock of it, really, because I knew everything was hunky-dory. Yeah. Put the phone down, and I got through. I rang 118118. Yeah. Asked the Revenue and Customs, the main branch. Yeah. Got the number, which I can give out if you anybody else. Don't worry about that. Go on, just tell us what tell us what happened. Well, well, this is what happened. So I got the revenue and customs number. Yeah. And you have to go through a whole load of a rigmarole. Anyone listening? But stick with it. Um, options and blah blah. But I finally got through to a very nice Scottish lady. Told her, and she said it was a scam. <gasps> WTF? To ignore it. Oh blimey. And they, now they do ask you questions at the proper office, at the ones, and it's automated again. But anyone who isn't a little bit savvy or just taken off guard, you can possibly give all your details because I was told to press option oh, one oh, to be put through. Oh, yeah, no. to my particular case handler. Oh, now I would have given. Yeah, um, here it comes. National insurance number. Yeah. Your address, your date of birth, everything. And anybody who was just taken off guard and panicky would really get sucked in there. Here's the, here's the thing, because I always think, well, nobody, nobody would fall for these scams exactly. anymore. And but, no one but, would possibly ring you up out of the blue, fandom, yeah. it would come through a letter. It would be a letter, brown envelope, clear window. But people must fall for these scams, because the well, people keep doing these scams. I know, because they would be so plausible. But not, I think I ended up in Aberdeen or Glasgow or somewhere. Yeah. But just for a little bit of perseverance, and you phone bill might be a little bit, you know, but it's well worth it, Ian. Well. So you don't get caught out. Diana, thank you very yeah. much for passing that information. The, I know the prob- it's a bit grim. No, no, no. no the, the prob- Di- Diana, the, the problem is mm-hmm. the majority of the people that listen to this show are idiots. Well, well <laughs> And I don't think they're going to take on... They'll, they'll be going, yeah, 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 but that's never going to happen to me. And then they'll fall for it. And do you know what? More fool yeah. them. It'll serve them right, won't well, it? Well, I know. But, I mean, anybody who, you know, like, lonely and whatever and... Just glad to get a phone call. Yeah. Would fall for it. Well. So listen carefully. Don't hand any info about yourself over the phone. If there's anything people want to know, they will write to you. Can I ask you a question, Diana? Oh, go on then. You, no, <laughs> don't worry. <laughs> go on. You sound. Yeah. Like a very sensible. Really? Young lady. <laughs> yeah. What the, go hell on, are then. You, what the hell are you doing listening to this rubbish? Well, I was just. Passing through. <laughs> what does that mean? What <laughs> does that mean? Through, I'd let the cat in. Yes. And I was passing through upstairs in the cupper. Yeah. And I thought, 
dash it, I'll phone in. Oh, well, may, may God bless you for that. Ha- one oh. final question. How do mm. I know yeah. that you're not a scam? Well, ah! This is it. This is it. You could this be a scammer. It. I'll only need your bank details. Thank you very much indeed. Diana, it's very <laughs> kind of you to call. Thank you very much indeed. We'll take anyone passing through or otherwise. Oh eight four 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 nine nine one thousand. Evening, Sam. What you got for us? Hello. I've had a really bad day today, and I just want to talk about it, basically. Well, how well, how bad was it? Well, I don't know. Just, like, little things kind of made me just go, and just get really, like, you know, annoyed, basically. Yeah. Um, I was at work today, and a customer was in the queue, and I was serving a, a lovely lady, and she had, like, like loads of stuff. And I can, I can, I can sense him getting a little bit agitated. So I was like, okay, okay, I know what's, I know what's going to happen here. And he's like huffing and that sort of stuff, and then like touching and stuff. And her daughter bought some Tic Tacs, other mints are available. Tic Tacs? And, um... Do they still, can you still get Tic Tacs? Blimey. Yeah, 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 of course. All, all different flavours, definitely. Houses. And, um, the guy... I never liked the, I never liked the orange Tic Tacs. Thought that was a step too one. far. No, the play, I, I don't want to sound all farage, but the white ones are the best. <laughs> The white okay. ones are the best. By a mm. long, long way. The, the orange ones, nah. All right, don't get shafted, mate, all right? No. What? What? Who's, what? Don't mind joking. Anyway, yeah. Yes. The, the, um, <laughs> the, um, the guy behind, um, the guy behind her yeah. said underneath her breath, um, hurry up. And I was like, Uh-oh. you can't, like, it was like a nine-year-old girl. You can't say hi up to a nine-year-old girl. Well. And he came to me, and he was buying a scratch card. Like, just fair enough. And he did it in store. But he told, but he told me to come on, like, hurry up. And I was like, yeah. dude, like, you know, I'm going as fast as I can. You should have gone faster. And anyway. Sorry? You should have gone faster. All right, sorry. God, and also, right, okay, and then other things happened. And, oh, yeah, I nearly got run over, um, run over today in store as well. Yeah. Because um, you know um, mobility scooters, there was a lady who reversed into the um, newspaper, um, like sort of shelf thing, and the whole thing like moved, and I nearly. Sam, died. I'm sorry to interrupt you, right? I'm, yeah. I've just bought Time Bandits on eBay. Mm-hmm. I am looking at something, right? That I that, that on eBay that I don't understand, right? Okay. It's, so I bought Time Bandits. And, um, it's the, it's the t- 2013 reissue, because it's got loads of extras, right? Ooh. And it said underneath, you, things you might like. So I've clicked on one of them. Walt Disney, Pixar, uh-huh. DreamWorks, children's DVD bundle. Right? Right. And there are one, hang on a minute, let me just count. There are one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten, eleven, twelve, thirteen, fourteen, fifteen, sixteen, seventeen, eighteen, nineteen, twenty. Whew. There's 50 DVDs. Jeez. How much talking though? Right, it's expensive. Well, it says three pounds, right? Plus free delivery. That can't be right. No, that's, I mean that can't be. Do they like no, second hand? No, and... mate, that cannot be right. That's, that sounds dodgy. That cannot yeah. be right. Three pounds for fifty? De- no, I've, I bought. I, it, it's almost worth having a pump, but then you it, no. Then no, there's no, another one. Could, Here we uh, go. There's about 60 horror films. Right. Horror DVD bundle. Mm. £1 plus £1.50 postage. No. No, that sounds dodgy. That sounds, that sounds dodgy, but 
they've got um, films like um, Bride of Chucky, Saw. Have you seen Saw? I don't really watch horror films. Although my favourite horror film is, uh, is um, Shadow Graves, just because it's so good. Shadow Graves not a like... horror film. What are you talking about, man? Shadow Graves is a horror film. Which one's Shallow Grave? The one with you, you and McGregor, where they've got that nice flat in Scotland? Yeah. No, I mean, that's like, not, that's not a horror. I, I, I'm, I'm easily scared then. Like, yeah, you're, you're, you're a lightweight. They've got, no, <laughs> Saw, Saw is, I want to play a game. Saw is a masterpiece, right, with a, with mm. a wonderful, wonderful twist. I never see twists coming in films. I never see it. Never see it. And you watch the film, and then the twist goes, you go, oh, no, oh, no, I should have seen that coming! And I, I never get twists. My favourite film of all time, yeah. speaking of films, is 500 Days of Summer. It's essentially like a chick flick, but I, I love it. I love... Adam Sander, isn't um, it? No, it's um, Joseph Gordon-Levitt and Zoe, Desch- uh, Zoe Deschanel. It's, I thought Adam Sandler was in it. I That's think so. 50 Days of Summer. Fifty first dates. Fifty first dates. But no, I love um, flashbacks and like it's like it's like time travel, but obviously not because it's, it's like in their personal storyline and stuff. Yeah, it's so good. Anyway, the other thing I want to talk about, and this is a bit weird. Yeah, I bought a um, a Euromillions ticket today. Right, you bought what? And I, a Euromillions ticket. Oh goodness, great! You bought the idiots tax. Yeah, sorry. And um, I got two numbers. Right, but I got two lucky stars. You'd think, surely you'd think that that's like that's like three quid, yeah, or something, but nothing. Well, then got two. For, for how many numbers did you get? Right, okay, I, I got two numbers. But well, they, they won't uh, get anything uh, for no, two no, numbers. No, no, no. no, no, no. But it's like but it's the lucky stars. Like there's two of them. It's like the bonus numbers. Well, how, hang on a minute. What? What is? It? Flipping it. I do. Yeah. I hate. Right. When I'm in the right. petrol station, mm-hmm. and the fella, the fella in front goes. I'll have, um, one Lucky Dip. Yeah. I'll have one Biff Baff Boff. And I'll tell you what, I'll tell you what, I'm going to get two, no, I'm going to get three popcorn wheelies. And then the person, and they have all these different ways of taking money out out of idiots' pockets, right? So they've all got these stupid names, like, um, Big Dong... No, that's not that's not a good thing. But like, um, there'll be one of the names. It's, it is like, um, uh, uh, oh, well, there's um, Lucky Dip. There's, oh, sorry, there's Lotto. But there's Bond, there's Boulder Dash. Stroke my beard. Um, help us three. Help us three. Fingering. Um, all you don't want to do that. And they're all basically what they might as well just say is someone might go to the counter and go, right. I want to just give you two. No, hang on. Uh, five. I'm just going to give you a tenner and walk out. Is that all right? I'm just going to give you a tenner and I'm going to go. For... No, I don't want anything in return. Just going to give you a tenner. I tell you what, let's make it 20. Go on. I'm, I'm going to give you 20 quid and I'm going to walk out. Thanks. Bye. That's what you might as well do. Useless bits of paper that you are buying. But you might win. One day. You will never, Sam, you will never win. Ever. If I'm being a bit harsh, if you're calling in and I'm being a bit harsh on my cutoffs, it's because I can't fade you down. Normally, can I get a little, little bit of radio insight? Normally, I would, when the phone call was coming to an end, I will decide that. Generally, I, the fader will, fader will come down, you will hear the conclusion of the phone call, and then I would cut you off. 
I have not got the, the power to do that. So to make sure that the phone call ends when I decide to end it, I'm cutting everyone off. These things happen. These, these, these you think this is tough. Imagine what it was like in the war. Yeah? 0844 499 1000. Ollie, Trace, John, coming to you next. 0844 499 1000 is the telephone number. So uh, here's the thing that annoyed me today. Um, I had to, uh, I had a, a cab drive me from from one place of work from my home to one place of work then back home it took two hours to get back and the annoying thing was it was about 15 minutes away from here but i finished at, at two so i wasn't going to hang around and then you know turn up here so i went i thought it'll take me an hour to get home i'll go home and have a have a sleep and it took two hours to get home because we were stuck in really bad traffic now get this john right yeah the uh, minicab driver. It was a. It was a. Pro- it was a firm. It was a firm. Right. The driver said he said something, and the first time he said it, I thought, "Oh, I misheard that." He, he, he wouldn't have said that. But he kept saying it. Right. We were stuck in bad traffic, and at points, we were not moving. He said, "Oh, bloody hell! It's horrible when it's dreadlocked, isn't it?" <laughs> He said dreadlocked instead of gridlocked. And I thought, first time he said it, I thought, no, no, no. And he said it five or six times. Oh, God, I hate it when we're, we're dreadlocked. And then he, he couldn't find, I, I got in the car and I really wanted to listen to Radio 4. He couldn't find Radio 4, right? He didn't have a DAB, otherwise, of course, I would have asked for talk radio. Um, uh, or at least on the way back, I would have, because it was, it would have been John Holmes. On the way in, it was, uh, about half ten. So, um, uh, but he didn't have, he couldn't find Radio 4, so he listened to a bit of LBC, but it was, Sheila focused it, was a little bit boring, right? She's good, she's nice, but a little bit boring. And, um, so then we ended up, and I've not listened to this for years, we ended up listening to the Steve Wright, the big show. Steve Wright in the afternoon. Steve Wright in the afternoon. It's changed, hasn't it? No! No! <laughs> I remember listening to that in 1988, right? They were doing the same things. They were doing factoids. Factoids! No, he, used to, he, he used to do true stories. Okay, right. It's totally different. Totally he was different. It, but we listened for about an hour, right? Yeah, it's, he a bit, did, it's a bit odd. He did factoids, right? Then he did... <laughs> then he played... Calm down. The... <laughs> Because he's on, he'll be on like three times what I'm earning, and a, a little oh. bit of job security, right? What, hundred pounds? Yeah. He then played. They spent half an hour playing the best bits of the interviews that he'd done that week. Half an hour playing the best bits of the interviews he'd done that week, and then they spent twenty minutes. Talking about this thing called, um, Radio 2 Mail or something, right? And basically, you get an email every week with the highlights from the week of Radio 2. But he spent 20 minutes, after he'd spent, after he'd spent 30 minutes playing the highlights of the Steve Wright show that week, he then spent 20 minutes playing the highlights of Radio 2 that week. And one of the highlights was Simon Mayo waiting to interview a cricketer, but the cricketer hadn't turned up. 
And that was the highlights. That was one of the highlights! <laughs> and then he said, right, coming up, it's Nasty Nick from um, EastEnders, who's written an autobiography called, and it's, see if we can work out, so Nasty Nick's written an autobiography, right? It's called something, it's a pun, right? It's a clever pun. It doesn't work. It's John, John <laughs> I hate Al- that when that happens. I John, hate that. John Altman, I think his name is, right? He's, yeah. he's called his autobiography, he played Nick Cotton in EastEnders, right? It doesn't work. He's called it In the Nick. That doesn't work. Well, it doesn't work, because Nick is the character. So, obviously, In the Nick means in prison, and, and Nasty Nick went to prison, but he also means he was in the character of Nick. Well, In the Nick isn't a... Fr- you wouldn't say, oh, I was, yeah. I, was in, I was in the Henry V. I was in the Henry V. I was in, I was in the James Bond. In the Craig, James Bond, that's a good book. Craig, Craig, um, what's his name? Craig David? Craig, Daniel Craig has never said, well, of course, I was in the James Bond. It, it, it doesn't work. Altman. I mean, you can say I was in, in the monkeys. <laughs> yeah, you could say that, but then that's but not could. a pun. That's not a pun. That's not a pun. Call um, me old fashioned, that is not a pun. Here, and also, here's the thing, right? So you didn't enjoy it? Didn't John Altman, I'm sure, and I can't be bothered to Google this, didn't he play John Lennon in a film once? I am sure. No, not John Lennon. I think he played Paul McCartney up against one of the McGann's Lennons. Not not Backbeat or something? No, not Backbeat. It was like an early 80s thing. One of the McGann's was Lennon. And they showed, I remember seeing it, to show him coming off of heroin and going, cold turkey! It had him and Yoko lying in a field, going, like, sweating and going, oh, 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 and the camera just gently swept over them, and then they were off heroin. And I think, because that's how it happens, I think Nasty Nick played Paul McCartney in that i'm sure he did someone oh eight four 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 nine nine one thousand i'm sure he did anyway John, so you don't like the, you didn't like the steve wright show by the sound of it oh it's brilliant i loved it and then then he said coming up it's coming up next it's the oldies well he's been playing oldies the, the song he just came off the back of was groovy kind of love the original right, <laughs> right. so then they played the oldies right and the first right. oldie was a song that I... It was new. No, it was old, right? I don't know what it was, but I've heard it before, but I always thought I'd only ever heard the introduction to it, and I'd never got to the vocals. I kept thinking, oh, the vocals were kicking. Three and a half minutes later, that song ended, and he went to, um... Um... Uh, it was ABBA. And... One of us is crying. But the song before, right... And it's an instrumental. I never realised this was an instrumental. I thought I'd only ever just heard the beginning or the end of it. It goes, um, he used to use that as a jingle, I think. Yeah, I always, that's it. I always thought it just, because you can loop things. And I thought it had just been looped as like a, a, a jingle or a bed. But that's a song, apparently. No, there's no singing. It's no just singing. that for three and a half minutes. Why would you play that on the radio and not talk about the the sport over it? I mean, that's all that's for. 
Three and a half minutes. And then it went to, to Abba. And I don't, I've decided I don't like Abba. I think Abba are overrated, right? I've, uh, uh, they've done a few good songs, but I think they're overrated. And then, then he caught me off guard because then he played a good song. <laughs> then he played a really good song. And it, what was that? Neil Young. Look at Mother Nature on the run in the 1970s. There was a time there. I don't know what the song's called. Doesn't sound that good. No, it is good, but I can't remember what it's called. Not old man. No, it's not old man, is it? it no, it's no, it's no old, old man. Take a look at my legs. No, it is. Um, Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. They all sound like that, don't they? Yeah, they all sound like that after a while. Yeah, they do. He's no, he's no good at interviewing, though, is he? He's no good at interviewing. No, no. Well, no, he's not. Can I just say, sorry, I've been corrected. Nasty Nick did not play John Lennon or Paul McCartney in a film about the Beatles. He played George Harrison, of course. That's what he did. Thank you to Lizzie and Lisa and all of you who are... Um, uh, there we go. I'm going to retweet that one there. Uh, Birth of the Beatles uh, with uh, Nasty Nick as uh, George Harrison. <laughs> oh, dearie me. John, is, it Ringo Starr's, is it Ringo Starr's birthday? Today? Why the hell not? Every day in July is Ringo Starr's birthday. That's nice for him, isn't it? Peace and love. Peace and love. You interviewed him once, didn't you? Yeah, I did. I was I was lucky enough to touch a beetle. And you tried to get his autograph or and something, he, I think to remember. He refused. Yeah, he refused. Good for him. Good for well him. Well done. Well done, Ringo. Yeah, no, he, 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 he was good. He stuck to his word and um, he wouldn't sign it. And I knew he wouldn't sign it. And I wish he had signed it, but I knew he wouldn't sign it. And do you know what? It doesn't matter. Can I just play you something quickly, John? Well, well not the deadly tune. Yes, mate. Hello, boy. Well, we'll have the latest results from Euro 2016 as we find out which teams are going to go through to the final. Also, we'll have a meeting to Roy Hodgson and find out exactly what went wrong with the football. And this is it. This goes on for four minutes. Four minutes of this. How is this? This is like, you know, if you're in the studio, right, with your mates, like, and you're having a knock around on a Saturday afternoon, as I sometimes do, and you suddenly came up with this, you go, yeah, this is a good groove, and you, you'd enjoy playing it for a little bit, right? And you get into it, and then you go, hey, Steve, Steve, just make up some words, make up some words. And then someone would make up some words, and then you go, that was a good jam. Right, should we play a proper song now? This is not a... Hello, boy. Hello, boy. Sit the manager here. Hello? This isn't Steve Wright on the phone, is it? Because that's an excellent impression. It's not, sadly, no. Did we get to the point of your call, John? I don't think we did. Um, would, you like, would you like to get to the point? Well, 
yeah, I just 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 quickly, you said on Twitter yesterday something about has anyone ever heard of Laura Nero? And I thought, well, no one's ever spoken about Laura Nero on UK radio as well as I'm con- concerned. So I know, you know, I like her stuff. So maybe you should mention her. So there you go, Laura I, Nero. I uh, only because I was interviewing. Um, we'll, we'll play it out one day next week. I don't maybe maybe uh, Tuesday or Wednesday. I spoke to the lead singer from this group called the Young Rascals, and I was looking kind of. I don't know a lot about them, and uh, I looked him up, Felix Cavallarier, or I'm not sure how you pronounce his name. And he said, and he produced Laura Nero, and I thought, oh, she. I thought she was modern. I thought she was like no. kind of like rumor no. or something. No. So then I looked and I read up. No misses. I read her bio and I thought, oh, you know, oh. Heard of her. no one's ever heard of her. No. And so I listened to twenty seconds of one song on YouTube and I thought, oh, she's she's. She sounds a lot like early Carol King. So I, went, I yeah. bought, I've cheated. I bought, I bought like a best of, a double CD best of, to see if I like it. But uh, I think I might. I think I might have found my new thing, my new great yeah, I mean, jam. She's like a bonkers version of Carol King, basically. Beautiful, beautiful. And she had a hit. Um, the only song you might know of hers was called Wedding Bell Blues. Have you heard of that? No, 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 I haven't. This is this is wonderful. I've got a whole new thing to discover. I do hope I like her. I do hope I like her, because it'll be a whole new world to dive into. And she influenced people like Todd Rundgren and uh, Kate I've Bush. In, I've interviewed Rundgren. There's a strange gentleman. Ooh, uh, how did that go? Uh, it went all right, actually. It went all right. Yeah, it was... It was. He was, he was very nice, actually. He was very nice. I should dig it out and... Um, put it up on um youtube or something in fact i might do i might do that this weekend i've got this whole hard drive that my friend eloise where she collected all of the interviews i did at absolute and she sent it to me and i should put some of those up on youtube i might do that this weekend if i get a bit of time but she yeah uh, todd rungren mentions her in one of his early songs and uh yeah i mean she was david geffen's first signing Aye. and uh yeah very uh, i went to see her Ninety-four at the Union Chapel, and it was a really incredible gig. Just her on a piano, it was beautiful. Yeah, I, I think you'll like it, man. I'm gonna, I'm gonna, um, I'm gonna, I'm gonna look forward to it. And I've not replied to your message on fa- on Twitter, but I will do. That's okay. We'll, we'll sort it out. And I, I, I know I'm, I'm, it's not me b- being rude. We'll sort it out, and we'll do it. All right. Jolly good show. Cheers, my dears. Ta-ta. Bye. Bye bye. Oh eight four 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 nine nine one. Thousand is the uh, telephone number if you want to give us a call. Uh, you can do Jalford, Jalford, Wowzers, and Ollie. Stay there, Ollie. You've been waiting for ages. I promise you'll be the first caller when we come back from um, the, the, the news. How's about them apples? Um, uh, yeah, the last hour of the show. No straight to air. We kind of knocked that out on the head. Certainly for the month of July, and I'm kind of digging it. Uh, and I'm 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 digging it a lot actually. And I think we, we, I know we've made the right call. Um, uh, you can call in about anything. What have we talked about? Um, uh, obscure music, of course. I mean, that goes without saying. Of course that's come up. Uh, the internet. Um, it's weird, isn't it? I've been sat here for two hours. And it, the last hour has been quite frenetic and frantic. Do you remember the band Fat and Frantic? Do you remember them? Do you remember Fat and Frantic? They were like they were like a comedy band, weren't they? Weren't they like a bit like Trevor and Simon? I knew a girl that was really into them. Anyway, that's kind of how this show works. Little lights go off, and we try and join the uh, the lights up until we have enough fairy lights to decorate the tree. Talk Radio. My friend Fred Velez is going to come on the show on Monday, and we are going to geek out 
about the monkeys and talk about the new blu-ray box set and we're just going to gently rub ourselves while we do okay late night ian lee on talk radio we have ways of making you talk Bloody internet. Hang on a minute. Hang on a minute. I'm going to pause this because I want to play the whole... I do want to play the song. This is this is the Neil Young song that um, uh, Steve Wright played. But the internet is being a little, um, how do we say, precious this evening. You know? You know it's being a little bit, um, a little bit precious. I think we might just get away with it now. saw the knights in armor come and saying something about a queen there were peasants singing and drummers drumming and the archers split the tree there was a fanfare blowing to the sun that was floating on the breeze With the full moon in my eyes I was hoping for replacement When the sun burst through the sky There was a band playing in my head And I felt like getting high I was thinking Hoping it was a lie Thinking about what a friend had said I was hoping it was a lie
That's a song, isn't it? That's a flipping song. What's the song? It almost made me cry. Yeah, that's a song. That's a song. Anyway, what you got for us, Ollie? Uh, I just wanted to call about... I'm a little bit annoyed that you've put me through on the phone because uh, everyone knows that the phone never sounds very good uh, and it would be much better if I was in the studio. <laughs> I could have phoned any time. <laughs> yeah, I, you're right. Do you know what, Ollie? You're right. I should have invited... Everybody who wants to contribute to the show, I should, of course, invite them down to the studio. Your phones never sound as good as... You're right. You're right. Thank you for, for, for that. I appreciate that. <laughs> <laughs> Some people are not, uh, can never be pleased, can they? I, it's, it's just... It, it's, it's weird, right? It's a phoning show, and it's Limmy, and I'm a big fan, and Limmy lives in Scotland, and we're based in London, and... You know, and it's all right. You know, no other. What other show are you going to get someone like Limmy um, talking for half an hour about? You know, and talking about his comedy and how he wanted to kill himself. I I actually disagree with that. I think that uh, he should have got a train down. Yeah. Uh, just for an interview on the radio. You know what? Actually, you, you're right. You're absolutely. You're absolutely. What a lazy git. I think it's lazy for both you and him. Yeah, I'm going to go and. Um, uh, get an eternal sunshine of the spotless mind done on my brain so I can forget <laughs> all of the sketches of his that have brought me so much pleasure throughout the years. That's what I'm going to do. Uh, Ian? Yes? Uh, you've been, this is going to sound weird to start with, but uh, you've been in my brain for the last month and a bit. No, I know I have. It's not uh, weird, it's not weird. I, 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 I know I have, I can see. I can, <laughs> feel, I can feel it. I can feel what it's like in there and it feels good. I've, I've listened to... Um, since the Adam Buxton podcast, and bearing in mind I used to watch Rise and loved it, uh, I've listened to all of the available absolute... Wow. If I'm allowed to say that. Yeah, you're allowed uh, to say that, of course. No, it's part of my proud podcast. heritage. Yes, yes, yes. Uh, and I just paid the subscription fee for the LBC. Hey, <laughs> there's, somewhere, there's somewhere on the internet you can find all that stuff for free. Oh, if you ask yeah. in the right quarters, don't matter. It's, it's not the LBC thing; isn't that expensive. So, well, 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 well done, well done. <laughs> can, can I recommend? Can I recommend something of my past work to you? Go on. Um, down the rabbit hole. Have you heard those? No, I haven't. Me and Kath, who's producing this show, uh, the BBC, right? And it's BBC Local Radio. But but forget that. Forget that. We Go did. On. We we tricked them into giving us a Saturday show. And they said, well, what would it be? And we said, um, it will be anything we want it to be. I will be in charge of the music and we will talk about nothing. And they went, um, okay. I'm, I'm, fair play. We had a boss that let us do it. And then the big bosses found out we were doing it and like, we got the sack and all kinds of stuff. But it's on, um, it's on, it's on, are you on iTunes or are you an anti-iTuner? No, I'm, I'm, I'm not an anti-iTuner. Good. Go on iTunes. Ian Lee, down the rabbit hole. There's, there's only six of them. Ignore the first one, because it didn't work very well. Um, right. but, but from the, the two through to six, it, it, the, uh, the best show that I've ever done, it won't be for much longer, because this will, this will eventually become the best show I've ever done, but those, those five episodes are the best show I've ever done, and, and it's me and Kath, and it's, it's, it's a delightful mess. Uh, it's typed in. Good. Uh, and the other thing I watched yes. yesterday while I was bored at work was uh, uh, you with 
uh, fake Victoria and David Beckham. Oh yeah, that YouTube. was fun. That I enjoyed that. <laughs> it was I mean, brilliant. Yeah, I there's, it was great. there's some good bits and pieces in that. They the amount we basically we took it was for Sky and we took um, uh, Victoria Beckham and David Beckham, like, obviously lookalikes, to Los Angeles, and we had to try and blag stuff. And we blagged a lot of stuff. We blagged a lot of stuff. And, um, we were getting mobbed and paparazzi and, and we got threatened with the police when we went into the Ivy and, um, it was, it was a lot of fun that actually. I, c- I couldn't do it now. I haven't got the balls to do that now, but, um, I yeah. wasn't sure about David. I didn't think that he looked, uh, that much like Beckham. Uh, he, Victoria, is, I thought was good. Is Tom Cruise in it? Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Cause then we, we had a Tom Cruise look like, he was massive. He was taller than me. <laughs> and he was an English fella, and he really all he had that was Tom Cruise-ish was the teeth. But he'd <laughs> moved to LA to become a Tom Cruise lookalike. It was it was the weirdest. The lookalike. Go on. A famously small man. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He was taller than me. It's a weird. Um, uh, the, the, the David Beckham. I don't know if Posh Spices. They were going out with each other for a while. That those two, and. Um, the David Beckham um, is really successful. He runs, uh, his name's Andy. I can't remember, Andy something. And he runs um, a lookalike agency now that has, like, you know, David Brent lookalike and all those. Was, it about, was that that TV programme? Yeah, yeah, it was him, yeah. Uh, it was awful, that. Yeah, 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 yeah. Well, yeah, but it was awful, but it was brilliant at the same time. Yeah. If you know what I mean, yeah. Um, d- d- get, d- check out um, the Down the Rabbit Hole. You, you, you might like it, you might not, but, you know, if you like this nonsense, then there's a strong chance that you... Uh, <laughs> don't go too far back into the LBC stuff, because the early stuff... Well, uh, I, I started from the start of the available stuff, and I've been working... Although, work. I did skip to uh, the first Verinda call. Wowzers, wowzers, yeah, yeah. Is, is Verinda... Uh, I don't really remember it very well, because uh, I don't remember what we did in the first hour of tonight, but... <laughs> Have you got to the bit where Verinda turns up at the station for the first time? Uh, I do, where he's on a date with Eloise. Oh, no, uh, uh, L- no, at LBC. Oh, no, that's, to, uh, that's, uh, yes, that's absolutely. At LBC, he turns up and he goes, Oh, ma, you never guess where I am. Where are you, mate? I'm in reception. No, you're not. Yes, I am. And there's a lady here called Karen. And she, oh, God, flipping hippie is in reception. And, um, yeah, it was, uh, well, they were fun days, fun days. I'm very proud of those shows. They were a lot of fun. Yeah, they were, nice uh, people still like them. They were great. I'm um, I'm enjoying it. So, you know, just to let you know that you have basically been in my head for the last month. Thank you, Ollie. I think it's going to be making me mental. Don't get a tattoo. You, have you, you heard the woman on Absolute who's going to get my name tattooed on her ass? Oh no! And did she? I'm guessing she didn't. I, for, I forbade her. I forbade her from doing it, and and she was going to do it because she already she had. Um, not Tim Shaw's name. There was another guy who got in trouble for promoting e-cigarettes on air. Um, she, hey, they're uh, great though. E-cigarettes are great. Oh jeez, <laughs> stop winding me up. Uh, she did. She did send me a picture. She got someone else's name tattooed on one cheek, and she and I, I, I got really angry with her, and I forbade her to do it from doing it because I just thought nut job. Ollie, well, listen, it's I'm nice. Gonna it. I'm going to do the cold cutting off now because I haven't got a fader. But there you go. Thank you. You're a nice gentleman. Go go and read some books and go and meet people as well. And um, you know, thank you very much in that. Loads of people saying they've watched The Imposter. You've got until Monday night, okay? Monday at ten, we will be talking The Imposter. The first hour of the show will be discussing The Imposter. It's, br- it's such a good documentary. Um, you have to watch an obnoxious character to uh to 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 get through the film and some of you have found that too hard i do think stick with it because the twists 
there's a good couple of twists in there. And uh, so Monday night at 10 o'clock on Talk Radio, um, www.talkradio.co.uk, there's a way you can listen. Um, we will talk to Charlie Parker, who is the um, private investigator in the film. And um, well, I'm, I'm sure he'd be happy to take your calls. He's a very, very nice gentleman. He's very happy to talk. So if you wanted to ask him any questions about his... Um, his methodology. You've seen it, haven't you, Kath? Have you not seen it yet? He identifies people by their ears. And it's br- it works! It works! It's brilliant! And he's got some theories about this, the, the guy that is the imposter and also about the family and um, you know, it, 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 he'll be really interested. I'm really looking forward to talking to him. So if you've got any questions for him, I'm sure he'll be cool to take them. Uh, 0844-499-1000. Steve, Jalford, David, coming to you after this. 0844-499-1000. Jalford's on the line. Yes, Jalford. Hip, 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 Ian. Hip, hip, hip. What's all this Jalford nonsense? Um, well, it's Jonathan. It's just the name Jonathan has been somewhat soiled. Um, so I've decided to go to my Twitter name instead. Who's, who has soiled Jonathan? The other Jonathan. What other Jonathan? The uh, racist Jonathan, I guess. Oh! <laughs> well, um, so as as a as a sign, the thing is, right? By you adopting the name Jalford, yeah, you're letting the racists win. <laughs> you're letting the racists have their way and get what they want we we should we need to reclaim our names jonathans we need to reclaim the jonathans and be proud to be jonathans and not let it be that it can only be used by racists for goodness sakes this country was built on the backs of jonathans stand tall shout loud i am jonathan and i am not a racist it's hard to stand tall with the country on my back Oh, it's also, you're a wee fella, I've met you, so, um, okay, we'll let that one go. Go on, what you got for us? Um, well, I was figuring out today that I've never actually had an argument on the phone before. Whenever there's any kind of conflict or anything like that, I just try and diffuse it, or just try and run away from it. So I, I wanted to know if you want to have an argument about ghosts, basically. Nothing vicious, nothing abusive, just a bit tense. Here's the thing, I don't know if I can have an argument about ghosts, because I don't know what I think about ghosts anymore. Yeah, and this is why I kind of felt like... Because normally, in, in a discussion about this, I'd respect your opinion, and I do respect that you're undecided and you found out something about it. But I kind of want to just have an argument, just for the sake of it, because I've never had one on the phone before. Why do you, want, why do you feel it's so important for you to have an argument? What's, what's missing from your life that <laughs> you really, feel that... Hang on a minute, let me finish. What's missing from your life that you feel that you, you, you would benefit from having an argument on the telephone? I just want to know what it feels like, really, because every time I've got off the phone, I've just been like, oh, well, that's over now. Whereas this would be a deliberate attempt to make things as tense as possible. Well, it's quite, I mean... But I'm not sure... It's, hang on a minute. It's, it. it's, it's, it's a little bit needy, isn't it? Why should I hand over important broadcasting time to argue with you about some nonsense? Well, you raise a good point, and this this show is about important issues. Well, now you're taking issues. now you're taking the piss. <laughs> what stage you understand about ghosts? Well, no, hang on a second. You've just been really rude about the show. Oh, 
Yeah, yeah, I have. Well, no, but now you're now, but now you're doing a thing, and I don't want you to do a thing. You've just genuinely you've been rude about the show, and I wondered why you felt that that was appropriate. I I felt I had to be rude about the show in this case because I I felt I was just pointing out a point that's obvious to everyone else. Have you not noticed? No, I'm not doing a thing now. I'll tell you when I'm doing the thing. I'm not doing the thing yet. Oh, you was it? You just said. Oh, the show's all, it's all, it is about serious things. And, and there was a tone in there that you've just come on to ask me to help you, you know, like Jim will fix it, but without all of that, you've just asked me to come on. Oh, can you fix it for me to have an argument? All right. We'll get to that bit in a minute. But then you've just started taking the piss out of the show. And so I don't know why I should indulge you. Oh, track that then. I'm definitely not taking the piss out of the show. It's just, it's always been a very open show. No, but then why did you then say, well, it's always, it's always very serious issues. Because it's not always serious issues. Well, then why would you say it is very serious issues? I think because I was being sarcastic. Right. So, but, but this is what I don't understand, Jonathan. We're not going to dick around with his last name nonsense. This is what I don't understand. You phoned up basically because you want to, you know, have a little bit of role play and we will get to that. But then you're being sarcastic and I don't see why I should then go on and indulge you. Okay, I'm, I'm sorry if I was uh, being rude or sarcastic. I was only doing it in fun. But it was mean. I'm sorry, Ian. And you're right, you do diffuse an argument when it comes up, don't you? Oh! You do, you really do. So I can't help you with this one. That was your perfect opportunity there. Was that uncomfortable enough for you? I feel really uncomfortable, like I've done something really, Yeah, really beautiful. Well, th- <laughs> that, that, it, it was uncomfortable, I enjoyed that. But, um, you do diffuse them, don't you? Isn't that funny? I just felt like I had to fix it, yeah. Yeah, I know. Even when you phoned up requesting uh, Barney, <laughs> and it, what, you wanted to know... Okay, so it felt uncomfortable. Give me more detail. Well, I'm now shaking a little bit. Yeah. And in my head, I was feeling like, oh, this has gone so wrong. Yeah. I really shouldn't have... I, I bet he really hates me now. Yeah. And... Uh, the, the amount of relief now that I know it was, it was actually. Right, so, so it. that's what you wanted to, f- you wanted to feel the, un- the uncomfortability ableness, didn't you? Yeah, and I think you've, you've Do you, pretty much done that. Did you, um, and well done you for wanting to, uh, ex- feel and experience new things. Did, uh, uh, did you like it? Did you like that feeling? I don't think I did, because I didn't know it was happening. Right, but if, if you, if we'd have had an argument about ghosts... You would have known what was happening, so you wouldn't have felt that, because it wouldn't have been real. That's right. It, w- it wouldn't have felt the same. But it would have felt more tense, whereas in this no. way, it just felt terrifying. Yeah, well, it wouldn't have felt more tense. It would have felt less tense, because you would have known that we were we were role-playing. We were having a little bit of, um, you know, spicing up the, our lives in the bedroom type thing. Yeah, I see what you mean. But unless we actually do it, I don't know. But maybe that's a call for another day. Yeah, I think so. I enjoyed that. Thank you, uh, Jalford. Thanks, Ian. Bye. Bye. There we go. Kath looks relieved. Look, What's, do you want to come in for the last half hour, Kath? Um, uh, David, Steve, stay there. Coming to you. Coming to you. Steve's in Manchester. Oh eight four 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 nine nine one thousand is the telephone number. Um, Kath's bringing her laptop in because so she can update her Facebook status. Can you still nudge people on Facebook? We mentioned this. Did we mention this here, or did I mention it somewhere else? I do so many things these days, I don't know. Uh, you look relieved when that ended. I felt bad for him. Why? He asked for it. He, lit- he literally asked for it. I thought you 
were doing a thing. And then when then I thought, oh, God, he's not doing a thing. What's going on here? Yeah, no, but he literally asked me to oh, do it. horrible. You know I like being nice people. Yeah, well, I'm, I'm a nice guy, but he, he asked, um, he asked for it. He got it. But he didn't like it. And then he loved it. <laughs> he loved it when it stopped. But if we'd have had, if we'd have had... You groomed him. Oh, come on, mate. You can't say that to someone who's worked at the BBC <laughs> without um, charges being pressed. He, um, uh, if we'd have done it as he'd asked... Yeah, he would have known little, he was playing. It wouldn't, it wouldn't have worked. It wouldn't have been real. He wouldn't have felt the rush. Yeah, he wouldn't. Exactly. Exactly. Yeah, but you got me as well yeah, by good. proxy. I was in the crossfire. Good actor, isn't it? Well, I remember him being so nice on the phone, I was thinking, oh, well, this is all going horribly wrong. Steve! Good evening, Ian. How are you? I'm all right, thank you, Steve. What you got? Oh, my God, you've had some people tonight, haven't you? Well, yeah. Oh, God, you don't... Oh, call Oh, my you, God. Anyway... You don't sound like Chris Seavey, Frank Sidebottom, Cy- Frank Cy- oh, when he did... Seems you do. You do. Before you've said I it, know, please. I know. And honestly, not when he was Frank, but w- when he was when he was Chris. <laughs> you don't sound like yeah. him. It's incredible. Oh, I tried my best not to It's a great... Like it's him. a great... No, it's a great... It's a great compliment. He was a genius. Oh, thank you very much. Listen, I've been, uh, I'm following you up tonight about films the the movies you were talking about earlier on yeah horror films yes yeah the best horror film have you ever seen The Human Centipede oh, oh come on oh Obviously. my god what a good one. oh well uh, that's, really that's the one bum to face bum to face yeah bum to face bum to face <laughs> yeah 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 and have you ever seen uh, Blue Velvet yeah, now Blue Velvet. Now that's the only David Lynch film. Brilliant, David Lynch. I can absolutely dig. fantastic. It if is... you watch it all the way through, it brings tears to your eyes, doesn't it? Well, I, um, what is Cajones get it? Um, well, it's Carl McLaughlin versus yeah, Dennis Hopper. One, yeah, 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 it's a good film. Good yeah, film. Yeah, and that's... Morrison. <sighs> Hey, oh no, 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 we're not, we're not talking that way. We're talking he, no, he about... breathes, he breathes, he's got that mask, oh. isn't he? Oh yeah, yeah, no, no, that's Dennis Hopper, isn't it? <sighs> when he wants, yeah, when he wants to get horny, he has to put on a face mask. Oh, yeah, it's, it's a good now, film. Have you seen the film? Now you were on about time travelling films. Yes, sir. Right. The the best time travelling film is a film called Time Changer. Now you haven't seen that one, have you? Time Changer, sir. Tell me. Please ah, continue. continue. Have you ever heard of a movie site called Put Locker? Uh, yeah, that's where illegal you get movies oh, illegally. Well, yeah, so we don't, we don't, con- we don't go. We don't no, go we don't. Li- literally, but, we don't. No, don't. no, no, no. But the, you, you can actually access the film, and the film is one of the best time traveling films time you will ever see. Changer, yeah, time a changer, yeah. Time, time changer. T i m e t c h e c h a g e r. Hang on a minute. Changer. A, bi- a Bible professor. Yeah, that's the one. From yeah. 1890, yes. comes forward in time to the present via a yes. time machine yeah. and cannot believe the things that he sees. Yeah, it's absolutely fantastic. It gets five. Sorry? It gets 5.6 on um, IMDb. Ah, no, no, no. no I never watch that. anything less than a 6.7. No, 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 forget that. Believe me, trust me, honestly, Ian, trust me, watch the film. It is excellent. It really is brilliant. I mean, and then there's another one, Time Rider. Oh, Time Rider. You know, oh, you know I who produced, hang on a minute, you know who produced Time Rider? I don't know, no. Michael Nesmith of the Monkees. Oh, you joking. He, he wrote it, I think oh, he wrote it, God. he produced it, and he pops up in it very briefly. I watched Time Rider when I was, um, 
nine years old. It blew yeah. my flipping mind. There's a Fantastic, guy. Isn't there's it? a guy. He's on a motorbike race in the desert, yeah, right? Yeah, he yeah, goes yeah, off yeah. course, and, and he the go- poor old Indian. Guy. Oh, he goes off course, right? And then he go- he goes into this part of the desert that's owned by the military, and yeah. they're testing a the time machine. They're sending yeah. a monkey back in time. Right. He drives past it just as they activate. <laughs> he goes back in time. <laughs> so he- him and a monkey. Yeah. Well, I don't know if there is a monkey actually, but a bo- he goes back in time, right? Cowboy yeah. days. Yeah. Goes and he's the old Indian guy. And he's the old Indian guy. And, and he's ca- almost dead with his shot yeah. because of the, the light. And, and the cowboys, the cowboys want his motorbike. Right? Yeah, yeah, and, yeah. And oh, they want, his, they want his, his metal horse. I wow. didn't think you'd see that one. And, he go, and, then he falls, and then he falls in love with a hot Indian girl, or yeah, a Mexican girl, yeah, yeah. and they're making love, right? And yeah. he says, I've got something to tell oh, you. You've told me this yeah. bit before. I've got something to tell you. She goes, what's it? goes, I'm from the future. She goes, all right. Never mind. Fair enough. Anyway, there's a big... <laughs> I'm gonna do a spoiler alert, right? Yeah, there's a yeah. big gun battle, right? And he's he's about to die. I think he's hanging off the edge of a cliff. And you think, oh, no, Time Rider's gonna die. And then the die. helicopter comes. Then the helicopter comes. The absolutely military have sent a helicopter back. Helicopter comes up over the mountain. <laughs> shoots all the cowboys. Shoots all the cowboys. He jumps in. He goes back to the future. Beautiful. You were brilliant, you Ian. I didn't know you watched it. Mate, that is, that is an absolute classic. When I interviewed Michael Nesmith of the Monkees, he wasn't doing very many interviews. I didn't know he was in that. Half of the interview... The half of that interview was about Time Rider, because it is such a bloody good film. It is a classic <laughs> yeah. film. But, but going back to um, the horror films... Yes. And, uh, not, no, what was that one I said about... But the, the other one was The Evil Dead. Yeah, that's a good film. Who's that, um, Bruce... Um, Bruce, Bruce... Uh, oh, bloody hell. Campbell, Bruce Campbell. Bruce Campbell, absolutely fantastic. Have you seen the very last one, uh, Evil Dead 3, when he goes back in time? Yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah. Hey, but they're the classics, aren't they? Yeah, they're, they're good. I've interviewed him as well. He's, a, he's Have you seen the film he made? Loads of people are suggesting it for film ring, but we won't do it. But he did a film called Baba Hotep. Oh, no, I've not seen it, that. No. It's brilliant, right? He plays old Elvis Presley. What? Who's still alive. He swapped with an Elvis impersonator. The <laughs> Elvis impersonator died. <laughs> and it's old Elvis Presley living in an old people's home, right? And they all think he's mad, right? <laughs> is, he, is he mad or is he li- really Elvis? And uh, there's a black guy there, an old black guy, who claims yeah. to be John F. Kennedy. And then there are zombies. It is flip. Baba Hotep is flipping brilliant. What, Steve, that's my recommendation to you. Oh, yeah, that sounds better. Uh, hey, I'll look that one up. But before I go... Yes, boss? Um, I, I phoned you a few weeks ago about that music that you played, the, the Littlest Hobo. You didn't believe me. You, you, hang on a minute. You're the fella that claimed the Littlest... That was the theme tune to a TV series. What was the show uh, called again? It's called The Littlest Hobo. Shut and it out. But, but hang on, but, oh my god. I'm not buying this for a second, mate. No, you, you said this to me last time. I'm not, there is no such program <laughs> called, but, called The Littlest Hobo. I've been playing that song for years. Yeah, 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 yeah. The, the dog, oh, I'm trying to think of the name of the dog. Oh, I, I, it was an Alsatian dog, a bit like Lassie. Yeah? And he used to run around blatant. He was a, he was a lost dog. Mate. And he, is, he, he, you're he, having he his got, on. He, um, got, he got familiar with different people. They took him in, yeah. and he was a drifter. Basically, it was a drifting dog. Yeah, I'm. I'm not. I am not. Honestly, I'm gonna, honestly, Steve. Honestly, I, I, I don't like prank. Off. I don't like prank calls. Cut him off. I do not like prank calls. Oh eight four 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 nine nine one thousand. Jim and David coming to you after this. 
844 499 Yeah, Nesmith. I think he wrote Time Bandits. He produced it. And Time he has, Bandits? Uh, uh, Time Rider. Yeah. And he has, uh, he has a cameo in it. And yes, he, someone's asking if he produced Repo Man. Yeah, he did. He also produced... Did he produce or did he direct the video for What a feeling to be bombing on a ceiling? Oh, I don't know that I one. think he did that. Anyway. Um, David! We've got, we've got so many calls. G- getting rid of straight to air, guys. Totally the right thing. Yes, David. Hello? Uh, da- well, David's doing a bit of a, a Dennis Hopper. <gasps> right. Uh, hello? 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 Why am I doing Dennis Hopper? What, okay, what, what would you, because you did a, like that. Oh, what, sorry. What would you like to say? <laughs> I think I have my hands rethinking again. Okay. Uh, what <clears> would you like? Well, I got a bit thrown, actually. I was, there was a few things I wanted to say, and then, um, you Phlegm scared the bejesus out of me with that guy. Oh, yeah. Um, yeah, so I nearly hung up. Don't, don't <laughs> hang up, don't hang up, man. It's all, it's all real great. It's all real <laughs> It's a friendly show. I've got someone who was rude about me the other day is now messaging me on, on Facebook saying, um, I want to give you a, I want to give you a second chance. I'm going to, you know, but people saying that you've changed a lot, so I want to listen to you, but I can't watch on Periscope because you've blocked me. So I blocked him on Facebook. <laughs> and then he sent me another message from a different account saying, stop blocking me. I just want to, you know, and he was really rude to me on Twitter a couple of days ago and it really upset me. And he's, he's, um... No, he doesn't. He wants your attention. He, he, wants, wants, to, he wants to have an, uh, 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 a listen to see if I've changed. Well, go and have a listen, mate. I'm not going to make it easy <laughs> for you. I don't, I don't... Also, why do we need to know that? Yeah, just do it if you want. You know, if you want to apologise, then that's groovy. But otherwise, just jog on, fella. <laughs> anyway, David, what have you got? Um, I got caught up in some... When you were talking about the dreadlock, um, guy, the gridlock thing. Yeah. Um... <laughs> I was earlier on Twitter was going on about um, <laughs> trying to work it out and the guy said what has he said now I've been waiting for so long I've forgotten I've gone blank spent two beers that I had earlier it's hey! not waiting so long it's boozing so long <laughs> um what has he said now what are you talking about he made the, the expressions he got the expression wrong and then he was adamant but uh, it was um oh um bibs and bobs that's it yeah Let's people um, give me grief saying it's bits and bobs. Actually, it's bits and bobs. It definitely is bits and bobs. It's bibs and it's bibs and bobs. No. Yes, mate. <laughs> yes, mate. No, I thought you were just um, mocking me. I thought it was an in joke. I'd missed. No, it's, bi- it's, it's bibs. It's bibs and bobs. He's been absolutely sincere. That's fact. <laughs> oh God! Now I feel stupid. No, but now, but no, now, I but the in joke was. No, there is no in joke. It's bibs <laughs> no, and I've bobs. Been, yes, I've just wrong. <laughs> How much have you had to drink tonight, Dave? I mean, it's Friday night. Fair play. I'm not going to have a go. Yeah, exactly. It is a Friday. Not that much, actually. What have, you, much uh, what have you got planned for the weekend, David? Um, not a lot this weekend. I've got my um, girlfriend's mother's birthday. Oh. So I'm going around there on a Sunday. Lovely meal. Get, get, get a nice bit of food, though, won't you? Oh, yeah. Lovely food. Beautiful. Yeah. Beautiful. The other thing, I thought, have I missed um, the film thing about the imposter as well tonight? Is yeah. that tonight? Well, we're, we're watching it. On, we're talking about on Monday, but we can. If you want to throw throw a few uh, words into the ring now, you can. But don't ruin it because well, I've I, not seen it. I wanted to know how this guy um, identified people with his ears, with it, with their ears. Well, have you seen the film? I have seen the film, and I can't remember that bit in it. He, 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 it's quite a big. Well, before you brought it up, I saw it like ages ago. And yeah, yeah, yeah. It's again, a big so. thing in it, right? The, the way he works out, and this isn't a spoiler. The way he works out. That the um the the guy pretending to be the the missing kid is not him. 
is because they've got completely different ears. Oh, yes! I remember. Yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. And he says he makes what a... probably would have given it away the fact that the guy's got a full beard. Uh, yeah, but what gives it away is he doesn't look at anything like him! <laughs> um, but he, he, he <laughs> makes... And he makes a big thing. He does a big speech about how um it's like a really old-fashioned technique that scotland yard used to use <laughs> and it's it's the ear recognition looking with your eyes he is a, he said it's he said it's like a yeah. fingerprint he is every ear is unique mm. uh, <laughs> we're gonna, my gonna, ears is certainly unique but none of my family okay. none of my family have got earlobes i'm the only one with the lobes. That's they've got ears well that, that, that may be the case <laughs> uh, but you're gonna be listening on monday david when we've got uh, be, the yeah. detective on it should be uh it should be a good chat okay david you. thank you mate ta-ta um, I'm looking forward to that. Um, this, will, this will be the test as to whether the film ring will sustain. Yeah. Is the first one, we had a gift with Kung Fu Elliot and the producers and stuff, and there was a real, and I was thinking about this a lot, there was a real, you know, debate about whether the film is real or not. Mm-hmm. I am now of the impression that that film is um, uh, 100% real. After speaking to who I spoke to earlier in the week, yeah. I am... I am convinced Unless the is real. they're carrying the thing on. Not a but chance. no one's that good, surely. I've not received my DVDs yet. Oh. I've, I've oh. not got the DVDs. I'll have to um, send them a little message. But through. after watching it, I was so sure. Yeah. Like, after the first ten minutes, I thought, oh, this isn't... And I watched it thinking, obvious, oh, a clever spoof. Yeah. But then the things that we found out afterwards, I've swung completely the other way. Like, completely the other way. Yeah. Uh, yeah. After... Um, yeah. I might have to watch it again. Yeah. Well, sh- well we're going to get some some uh, uncut scenes to screen on August the 21st. Oh, God, the ones they included were gory. Yeah, I'll, I'll email Jarrett and make sure and chase that up uh, uh, a little bit. But so Monday night will be the test to see whether this is a feature that we will do sort of every two or three weeks. Yeah. Um, and um, if, if August the 21st goes well and it Monday goes well, then... You know, I can see us doing doing it on air every two weeks and doing it in person every four or five weeks. I can see. So we'll see. You know, it's all um, it's all experiments. Yes, Jim. Ian. Jim. Hello. Hip hip hip. Flipping heck, Jim. With gusto. Hey, I can't. I can't match that. I cannot Sorry, match that. Was that too loud? No, it was beautiful. It's gorgeous. <laughs> Sorry, yeah, that was my teacher voice. That was... Oh, oh I've heard about the teacher voice. <laughs> what you got Sorry. for us, Jim? Um, Ian, I, I, I don't want to bring the conversation down, but I just, I just wanted to thank you because you helped me initiate a conversation with somebody who actually was suffering with depression who I wouldn't have spoken to in the same way before without listening to you um are you able to would you like to tell us any more or would you not like to tell us anymore i'd I'd like to because i really appreciate having listening to you made a difference to the way i spoke to that person uh uh well, I'm, I'm, I'm very pleased by that, Jim. Thank you for telling me that. It's a very nice thing to share. That Because uh, I do wonder sometimes if I go on about it too uh, much. But then, you know, I, I really enjoyed listening to Limmy talking about it. Enjoyed is, no, enjoyed is the right word, actually. I did enjoy listening to him talking about his, his turmoil because he, he presented it in, in a, uh, a fascinatingly human way. Um, well, I, I, I'm not going to ask too many details about what happened because it's not really any of my business. But, um, <laughs> uh, I, I, you know... I hope everyone and everything is all right. Yeah. 
Oh, so, well, the, the thing is, Ian, from listening to you, allowed me to initiate a conversation that I would never have done before. Yeah. Uh, like my uh, my girlfriend's mom, she 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 suffers from uh, several different ailments, but one of the most debilitating uh, is her depression. But people don't speak to her about it. Yeah. And um, because of, I mean, genuinely, and because of listening to you, it allowed me to speak to her about... Beautiful. About what had affected her. So yeah. thank you very much, Ian. I appreciate it very much. Jim, it's an absolute pleasure. Can I ask you one one question before you go? Yes, please, Ian. Is, why <laughs> is everybody who phones me up after 12 drunk? <laughs> <laughs> Why? Yeah, you think you're hiding it? You think you're hiding it? <laughs> you busted. I'm trying, Ian. I'm trying. I'm trying. <laughs> I remember you sound like me when I was 16 talking to my mum. Uh, no, no I, I he did really well. I used to just leg it up the stairs. I'd be off. I hope you've Ian. had a good night, Jim. Ian, if you if you had to time travel to one location. What? Where would it be? Hang on a minute. You've you've just you've 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 mixed up time with space. If I had to travel to one time, if you had to time travel, yep. to one. Yeah, I said location. Didn't yep. I? Uh, if you had, <laughs> if you, if you had to <laughs> time travel, travel to one time, time. Yeah. Where would it be? I would travel. Here's the thing, right, and I've thought about this a lot. I'd travel like a thousand years into the future. See, I'd go past. Everyone goes back. Everyone, go, everyone wants to go back to like the 60s <laughs> or the 50s and go and see Elvis. No, Roman, or, Rome, Roman times. You wouldn't, last five, Roman you wouldn't last five minutes. <laughs> yeah, they'd destroy me. You would you're be, right, you'd be right. eaten by lions. You'd be thrown to the lions. <laughs> everyone yeah. wants to go back. No, 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 no. We kind of know what back was like because we've got photos of the Roman. We've got the Gladiator okay. movie. I want to go a thousand right, years right, into the future. Why? 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 Because we've got no idea. No idea what's. Imagine how thin the TV screens are going to (laughs) be in a thousand years, and how big they are. When I was a kid, TV screens were like. You can get a TV screen now that's fifty inches. (laughs) Imagine how big it'll be in a thousand years. (laughs) Sorry. Is that your teacher voice again? Yes, sorry, that was my teacher voice. Sorry, (laughs) that was my teacher voice again. Has Ian gone now? Have I lost him? Have you gone? I'm looking at Twitter. Yeah, he's gone. <laughs> oh no, I feel really bad now. He's back! I'm, I'm not gone anywhere, I'm just here. <laughs> my my girlfriend said, don't be mean to him, because he'll just cut you off. Well, he'll cut you off anyway, to be honest. You might as well yeah, do what you want. True. Do what, true, do what you it? feel. That's right. That's right. right, I'm going to cut right. you off now, Jim. Okay, thank you. Cheers. Bye-bye. <laughs> Did we have that ad break, or we we got an ad break? Let's have it now. Ay, 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 we, we get, we got there, we're getting there, the last 15 minutes of the show, um, Craig is on the line, good evening Craig. Hi Ian. Hey Craig, how you doing man? Excellent. Yes, good, 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 what you got for us? Um, well, with that, um, Time Rider film. Yeah. Depending on how late the cowboys were, there were motorbikes in those days. Well, it was early cowboys. Oh yeah, well, fair enough, I, I expected that. That's that one, sorted. Next. Um, film ring. <laughs> Yes. Have you thought of this documentary? Have you heard of it? Room 237. I haven't heard of it. Tell me about it. Well, The Shining, yeah. 
It's all oh, the, I know it. I know the one you mean. All the theories about what The Shining means. Well, the, the sh- the, well, it isn't basically the premise of that film that um, The Shining is telling us that the moon landings were fake. Yeah, there's there's loads of like I suppose they're conspiracy theories. Yeah, it, and I, I, so the problem with that film is and I've heard about it. I've not seen it, but um, someone from like the Kubrick family went, "No, it's all rubbish." Well, yeah, but it's still like there's so many people in it, not you know, the, to explain their theories. I imagine someone would want to come and talk about it. Even the th- the film that I've not watched that a lot of people have suggested that looks quite good is Finders Keepers. Have you seen that? Um, I'm not sure. What is, it's about what? a lost property department. All I know is it's about a lost property department, and they find a prosthetic leg, and that's all I know about it. No, I have no idea about that. A lot of it. people are saying it's very, very good. Well, it's worth it. I'm going to be definitely be watching The Imposter. Do it, do it, do and, uh, it. Whatever you choose. Uh, and lastly, uh, David Lynch, you, you don't like Mulholland Drive, do you? Oh, no, I don't, but I'm I'm prepared to give it another go. What you got to know about that film is the first half is what she thinks it happened. Right. And the second half is what actually happened. Okay. You know, the, uh, the blonde girl in it. I um, don't remember. Is that, which, is that, that, is, is that the one that's black and white? Uh, no, it's, it's colour. Oh, uh, I'm Na- thinking... Naomi the, Watts, it is. What's the black and white film he did? Uh, Eraserhead. No, he did another one. He did, and I think I was thinking, I was confusing Mulholland Drive with the black and white film, which, um... Uh, the, la- the last something he did, um... I don't I'm know. not too Is sure. He, I've just realised it's ten to one in the morning, and I'm knackered. <laughs> oh, yeah. It's right. just hit me. I've had a really busy week. Yeah, and good, good I, week of shows as well. Yeah, the shows have been, the shows are starting to, to get up to speed now. I'm starting to get happy with it, just in time for us to be taken over by a new company and get the boot. So, yeah. um, you know, yeah, the shows have been good. The podcast, th- I think the new podcast system is working well, where instead of putting out the majority of the first hour, we're putting out the last hour, and that means the podcast goes out a little bit later and all of this stuff. And I think, you know, once we get into the swing of that, Kath's just nipped off to put out the Limmy interview as a podcast tonight, so that's groovy. So that'll be out in a little bit. Did you see? Have you looked at his Twitter over the last two days, Limmy? Yeah, I, I just, I've just started. I followed him for ages, then I stopped, and I've just started again. He's not very happy about gay Sulu. No, and you that he goes on a mad one about the Ewoks. Tell you what. Oh, what does he say about the Ewoks? <laughs> He's on about when uh, they're going to sacrifice the humans. Yeah. So he, he goes on about how Luke he's going to trick him. If he was Luke, and he basically he goes around torturing all the Ewoks because <laughs> they were going to because they were going to eat him. <laughs> it's insane. But he does it over about fifteen treats. Oh blimey, he's he's very. I, I think Lemmy is so funny. He's one of those oh. people who's just got a completely unique way of looking at the world and also it, conveying it. If you were at time as well, listen to his Richard Herring one that he did. Oh, did Lemmy. he do one with Richard Herring? Yeah. Oh, brilliant. So funny. With that thing you said about coming down to do the interview, yeah. there's something, nearly something like that happened, and he explains it in that. Oh, all right. I'll, I'll, I'll check that out, because... Yeah. Uh, oh, yeah. Limmy's a star. I can't get enough of me Limmy. I was I was disappointed when I came the whole three series and the Christmas special in uh, about... It was about two and a half weeks I did it in. He says he's not going to do any more of the Limmy shows, though. I know, I know, he's not, I meant to ask him what he was working, if he was working on any more TV shows, and we, we ended up talking about so much stuff that I, I didn't get round to asking him. 
He's writing another book of short stories because he goes into his process sometimes as well. Yeah, yeah. He, he shares about how he gets writer's block and how he he works through it and. Um, uh, I, I think he's fascinating. I think he's absolutely fascinating. And oh, his, yeah, his TV genius. series is, 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 when I said it was LSD tinged, just like in the way that the Revolver album and Sgt. Pepper are drenched in LSD, so <clears> is his, his comedy show, man. I don't mean it's all like, you know, beautiful colours and stuff. It's not. It's dark and it's awkward and there are long silences and there are bits that make no sense and it's oh. wonderful. Oh, just like real life. It, uh, Craig, it's just like real life. I'm going to move on because I want to squeeze in a couple more callers if I can. Yes, Ross! Hello, Russ. Hello. Hello. Still got a bit of energy left for me. Are you, uh, mate? I can. I, you, you can finish me off if you want. Are you half cut, Russ? <laughs> no, mate. No, no. I do like a brandy, but I'm uh, abstaining this week. I'm back at work tomorrow night. Oh, so. I see. Yes, I. I'm saving myself for my holidays in a few weeks. So uh, let me air down then. Where are you going? Scarborough for a fortnight. Beautiful. Is there, is there, uh, there, have they got a fair on? Oh, there'll be a fair, mate. Are you going to go to, are you going to go to Scarborough Fair? Oh, that fair. Hey, come on, Eileen. Whoa, I swear, oh, Eileen, at this moment, you mean everything to me. I confess in the dress at this moment. Oh, come on, Eileen, down. Come on. Eileen to right, come on. Eileen to right, now you have gone. Now you have gone. Oh, Eileen. Come on, Eileen. Etc. That's a great song, that is, isn't it? That is an absolute. Drunken uh, session. It's, I tell you what, this is what we'll do Monday night, if we remember. We won't. S- songs that are brilliant to sing drunk. Come on, Eileen. <laughs> oh, oh, I've got one. Go on. I love you, baby. Yeah, yeah. I'll tell you a good one. I remember oh, yeah. I mean, I mean, steaming drunk in Edinburgh. Steaming drunk. And we were, on this, we were in this restaurant. This, like, bar restaurant. And we were on, like, we were up in the balcony. And then there were, like, loads of people in the balcony, loads of people on the floor. And we were singing, um, The Proclaimers. <laughs> the whole bar was doing it. Brilliant. It was, oh, flipping that. That was a great one, that was. That was like a, a bit one. of, uh, bit of Neil Sedaka on the karaoke, uh, drunk. What, uh, you, uh, what, what Neil Sedaka would you sing when you were boozed up, then? Oh, Carol. Really? Oh. Yeah, yeah. Interesting. That's quite fast, considering if you... Oh, Carol! Yeah. It's good, that. It's good, that. Good bit of Neil Sedaka. Uh, yeah, it's, someone mentioned one of my favourite... Not favourite films, but um, it, it just tickles me, um, the human centipede. Oh, God. Well, well, it would tickle them as well, yeah. <laughs> I bet it smarts a bit. <laughs> Where would you want to be? I, I wouldn't want to be at the back. Well, there yeah, is no back, because it, isn't it, it circular? Oh, is they sew them up at the end? Is it circular? No, no, it's, it's a centipede. Oh, right, yeah, not the human it's ring. The, the, back. <laughs> <laughs> the yeah. human ring. Yeah. Oh, well, That's what we're doing at film ring, right? Well, I'd rather be at the front, obviously. Exactly, you don't want to be the having back. Having someone munching on my ass. <laughs> no, Caddick at the back, and uh, Barry from Watford at the front. Right, we'll be speaking in the middle somewhere, would we? Yeah, we'll have to go in the middle. Is it? Is it? Is it is, I heard it was based on a true story. Oh, is it? Heck? No, I no, no, no. I heard it was based on this um, this guy in Japan, 
and they found that he had um like uh, 20 or 25 people sewn up like that and that's where they got the idea from is that right russ i don't know yeah, I've never tried right to make now that. you say that that rings a bell the second, the second one with the security guard i don't think the second one was 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 based on a real story i think that was based on the first one yeah but so yeah, was, yeah 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 but the first one was definitely based on a real story because the Japanese, I love them, but they're weird. Oh, got to, a lot of these weird horror films are um, yeah. like adaptations of uh, original Japanese. I think versions. what Ian's saying is that they're prone to kinks. Yeah, no, that wrong with a bit of kink. Hey, you got this <laughs> film, film ring. Hang on a second. Say say that thing again about there's nothing wrong with a bit of kink. <laughs> oh. <laughs> See what I did there? Yeah, it's good. Um, this this film ring. Yes, I'm going to miss the first one because I'm on all the no, you're you doing some more, are you? No, uh, wait, what the what the one uh, what the live one? Yeah, the venue. If it goes well, we might do. Yeah, right. I think you should come down the Midlands, do something Midlands based. Yeah, we don't we don't live there. Well, yeah. <laughs> I know we're a national station, and uh, maybe eventually, maybe eventually, if, if, if it gets a bit bigger. But I think the first few, it's going to be in London just for convenience for us, which is a little bit selfish. But Russ, I've got to go. Cause it's try, the, Russ, it's the end of the show. Work. It's the end of the show. Yeah. I've got to go. I've got to go. I'm having to cut people off rudely because I've got no fader. If you turn on Gold now, Limmy's show is on oh, is right it? now on Gold. Um, and uh, I, I can't rave about it enough. Is the Limmy podcast up? It's up. Uh, the interview with Limmy, if you missed it, it's up on iTunes now. If you can't see it, keep refreshing it. It will appear very soon. And all of your usual podcast rider, uh, 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 Providers. Thank you. Um, and then this last hour will be up on Monday. Uh, that's it. Thank you, Catherine. Thank you, Emma. Have a lovely weekend. Dear listener, uh, we'll be back on Monday at 10 for Filming. Ta-ta. Talk radio. Dial up some dialogue. Talk radio. We'll get you talking.